Hey guys, before I get the show started, I want to say thank you so much for supporting my show. And if you have not, do me a big favor and share the show with a friend. Tell every friend that you have about this raggedy ass show. I really appreciate it. Um, I work really, really hard for you guys. So do that for me. And um, also be on the lookout for cookout merch coming very, very, very soon. Uh, with that said, let's get ready for the show. Ayo, this episode of The Cookout is brought to you by deciding that a whole phase is not for me. It's just not. I, I thought I would try it, and I'm like, it's just not It's not in my blood. What phase? A whole phase. A whole phase. Okay, a whole okay, phase. Okay. Have you heard of those before? No. Where you have a phase in your life where you just... You just you hold hoeing? up. Just hold... Just hoeing. You, just, that's, that's what I made you to do. Hold <laughs> 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 Come on down, I just said it's not going to work for me. It's not my thing. So no, so I don't. You've been doing that. That's no, I, 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 I entertained the idea for for a good while. That's just... even been a thought that came in your mind. Why not? What's wrong? Listen, we we don't hold we're shame better, here. We don't do that. Better than that. Are we? Yeah. Well, I, I don't I'm know not. About you. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I was never a hoe. Okay. I was never a hoe. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall that phase either. You don't recall that phase? <laughs> so it's just my friends. It's just my friends? Okay, Apparently, cool. yes. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to The Cookout, everybody. I'm your host, Chase Cassidy. Uh, we have a very special episode today, so I'm going to like do my best to get through it as quick as possible. Really quickly, um, I want to say I'm freshly back from New York for my trip. Um, shouts out to everyone who was involved with that. My family, my friends, Terry from Whiskey and We. Uh, we it was it was just a fantastic trip, and I have uh, some updates and things I want to share with you guys at another time. Uh, but it was it was great, and I really appreciate everyone. It was nice to be home. Uh, also, I mentioned merch a little bit earlier, so I got some samples back this week, um, and I loved them. I have uh, one of your favorites, Jordan Pinkston, working on four other designs for me, and once those are done and I get the samples back, merch will be available for you guys. So I'm looking to do that within like the next four weeks, uh, so just bear with me. I want to make sure it's right for you guys and make sure it's good. Okay, who bought the potato salad to the cookout this week? Uh, Missy Elliott bought the potato salad to the cookout this week because she is the first female rapper to be inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Okay, go girl. I yeah. saw that this week. That was pretty fire, right? Yeah, I saw that this Missy's week. Missy's legendary, man. Like all the songs that she's she's done for herself, but then like there are countless songs that she's written for other people yeah. that we don't even know that she wow. that she wrote. Um, and it's, yeah, so it's been a long time coming. I love her innovation. I love her fearlessness and everything that mm -hmm. she does. So shout out to Missy for being amazing. We support you and give us another album. Thanks, boo. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, getting right to it. Then we almost three minutes in and right to it. I like this. All right, so. Today's episode, the topic, you guys know that since I've started this show, I've been wanting to do uh, an episode where we talk politics, where I have, you know, a Trump voter, a, a Hillary voter, and someone who didn't vote. I just want to have like a, a, a talk with that. So that's what we're doing today. Finally, it happened, and it's going to be great. So let me introduce us at the family table so we can get started. It's going to be great. Veteran to the table. And I guess veteran to life. I don't know, child. My, my, you, you trying to come for me? I'm not. I you don't want to fight. A veteran for life. No veteran. whole phase okay. for her. <laughs> I, that's not. Absolutely no whole phase. That's not what I meant. Okay. Why you got to twist it well, up, I, man? I, I, that's what we do. You gotta, that's what we do. Okay. I'm not right. messing with mama. <laughs> Mom's messing is back. With. Hey, girl. Hey, boo-boo. 
How's you doing? I'm doing well. Are you ready for today? Yeah, I'm excited. Ready to stand up in your foolishness? I am. <laughs> I am. Um, and I heard that someone, you got a question from someone. Yes. I better not know them because if I do and I find out who they are, I'll mm. cut them off. You know what? <laughs> you you ain't no good. No good. See, this is why. This Okay, never mind. I'm not going to do this with you. Mess with mama. not going to do it. Don't be scared of her. She can't. No. I'm scared of her. No. Right no, no, no. Is there another I'm room that we can sit in? <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she can throw hands. I'm not messing with Mom her. Mom is coming from the point of view of a person who did not vote at all for either candidate. Uh, and she's not really, like, super immersed into politics. And the reason why I wanted to have her here is because, number one, she would be the female voice at the table. And also, she's kind of like the voice of the everyman, like someone who's not, like, you know, mm -hmm. always into politics. But, you know, you, you live these experiences and you want to kind of talk about it. So that's what she's here for today. Also at the family table... Uh, my boy BJ's here. What's up, BJ? Hey, man. How you doing? BJ's a newbie at the table. It's his first time. Y'all be nice to BJ. You know, he's he's awesome. I'm not going to let them come for you, BJ. I got you. <laughs> hey, we got love got for you. everybody here. I got you. Everybody can set us a little timer. In about five minutes, one of you will at least throw your phone. <laughs> I, I already know. Because you can't call or comment, uh, you will be already like, oh, man, I can't believe he said that. You can't defend that. I, I, yeah. I'm already, I'm prepared he's to be that guy for my, my, next, uh, my next visit for okay. Okay. round two of is he really going to say that twice? <laughs> this is going to be good. If you haven't figured it out yet, BJ is the person that voted for Trump at the table. Yes. And I've got to salute your bravery because I've been trying to, number one, find someone who would admit to the fact that they actually voted for him. And then to find someone who'd be willing to come on the show and talk about it. It has been impossible for it, me. It's tough. Actually, a lot of my friends have warned me and said, wow, you know, you're, you know, could this affect your career? Could, you know, are people mm -hmm. gonna? Are you gonna say something because it, it's a touchy subject? Once you go down this path, people start branding you at different things. Right. And I, I trust the group yeah, specifically. Yeah. Your next guest, you know, has said, you know, that's not what this is about. No, never. Um, and and so you know, I think it's interesting. I I think I have a spin on it that's going to answer questions, mm -hmm. but I have no intentions on convincing anybody they made the wrong decision. Right. Or right. this isn't me arguing like those five windows in Fox News with those five heads that argue. Um, but I will give you the logic That behind. wasn't you? No. <laughs> but I will give you the, I'll give you the little of the logic or the why I made certain decisions okay. that mm -hmm. that might just make you go, oh, I, I see why a person and that, that And decision. that's what, that's yeah. that's the goal. Like, you know, I don't think anyone here is trying to, you know, changing one's mind or their heart, but you just kind of want to understand like mm -hmm. where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. So um, you're safe here, bro. Oh, like, yeah. it, it's always love at the cookout. You listen to the show, so you know big, how it goes. Big fan. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Also, um, at the family table, I am I'm floored at the fact that he's actually in the building all the way from San Diego, California. Boom! Frank, what's up, Frank? How you doing, fam? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm very good. I'm pleased to be here. And like BJ said, this isn't about daggers. No. Yeah. We got two and a half years of truth and facts we can share. Yes. And talk about. That's gonna That's be fantastic. All it is. Okay. And I'm grateful to be here with Mama. Hi. Now. <laughs> You didn't vote. I got something to talk to you about. That's fine. But at the end of the day, I just give thanks that you've got this platform where we can talk mm -hmm. and, and share, man. Yeah. So let's let's get it on. All right, cool. Thank you for being a support to me as well. I really By all appreciate means. it. And matter of fact, on the way over here, I texted to someone who's flying out to Japan tomorrow mm -hmm. for 30 days. My neighbor in San Diego who's a commanding military officer. I told her, watch the show. Yes. The show. And she's a big part of the LGBT community. Oh, herself. she's going to love it. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, told yeah. her, get down. And she said, you know, that's it. Let's go. Dude, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate that. Wow. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. 
All right. Um, I am going to do my very best to stay out of the conversation as far as like my opinions. I'm going to moderate this one as best as I can. Uh, y'all pray for me. I don't know how effective I'm going to be with that. That's going to be. Oh, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> All right. So let's start with the first question. The first question I'm going to go with is very simple. Um, why did you vote for your candidate or why didn't you vote at all? Uh, let's start with Frank. Frank, you go first. Why did you vote for? Okay, there's a couple of reasons. One, Hillary. when I looked at the choices, uh -huh. I felt that, now people may disagree with this, I felt more than anyone in the history of our government, governmental politics, that Secretary Clinton was probably most qualified right. in terms of her pedigree, mm -hmm. her legacy. I agree. Mm -hmm. However, I think why she wasn't elected was because there was a marketing campaign that was mm -hmm. more effective. Mm -hmm. And I really think that American, um, the American uh, populace looked at this almost like a game show. Right. Mm. And I think that's why a personality like Mr. Trump, mm -hmm. and, I, and, I, and I unfortunately can't refer to him as President Trump. Say that. I feel just, uh, I feel insulted by that. Mm. Right, right. And at the end of the day, I think that's why she wasn't elected. And I think even today, he still got a hard on for her. He does. It's he's really weird, gonna, he's right? He's still trying to lock her up. <laughs> She's strange. up in Kenny Bunkport chilling, <laughs> and he's talking about lock her up. Right, and right. I think that that certainly yeah. not only disqualifies his intellect more, mm -hmm. but I think at the end of the day, it shows that um, she truly was qualified, and she's still under his collar, right. if you will. Right. But that's why I think I voted for Secretary Clinton. And I also think her experience working, for, working with President Obama mm -hmm. and her own counsel, if you will, mentor with her husband who'd been right, president, right. regardless of how you think about him. Mm -hmm. I really think intellectually, politically, and from the standpoint of policy, mm -hmm. she'd been exposed to, to much more mm -hmm. than um, Mr. Trump. Right. And I think that's becoming more apparent every day right. with a variety of, of issues mm -hmm. that, that are going on. So that's why she got my vote. Okay. And that's why if she ran tomorrow, she'd get my vote again. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. BJ, what about you, bro? Um, Why'd you vote for Donnie? Come on. <laughs> so I, I have to back up to 1992. Okay. I voted for us pro. So okay. I very quickly learned in 92 that if you don't vote right or left, the middle is a throwaway. Okay. So mm -hmm. I, I feel that. I actually talked to four people this morning who all said, yeah, I voted for him too. And from, mm. from you know Clinton and Bush supporters back then – that was a huge factor. Um, okay. I also grew up. It's where I grew up. I think it's it's. I think culture plays a, a role in this too. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in a rural community outside of Buffalo, New York. Okay. I worked on farms, and there were four uh, GM factories and two Ford factories in my town. Yeah, NAFTA devastated my city. Okay. Um, the National Free Trade. We lost. Uh, all four plants closed. Half went to Mexico. Half went to Canada. Mm -hmm. um, the city just spiraled out of control, and everybody moved to Charlotte, basically. Okay. And so, and that's sort of how I ended up here. Okay. So a big, and I actually put my house up for sale the day that um, Mrs. Clinton carpet bagged her way into New York politics. Perspective. Hmm. So. Um, that was the day I put my house for sale and moved to Charlotte. Um, I voted for my entire life for Republicans. Okay. Not one ever won because I didn't live in one of the five boroughs. Okay. So my career, my life has been 
everybody who says I don't everybody in, in California and New York who said yeah but there's more of us we should have won this election I spent my whole life being in that silent majority in New York voting for somebody who never ever George Pataki was the first one who ever won that I voted for mm -hmm. in the history of New York politics okay. uh, he was the first Republican ever elected so with that in mind when I'm looking at the candidates that were on the table I will take out my feeling for everything else and say it really for me boiled down to I was against NAFTA. Mm -hmm. I feel that it was an unfair thing. It affected my entire family. It forced me, my sister, and my parents to move to three different pieces of the United States mm -hmm. and live apart from each other. Mm -hmm. And I, those were the things that, that kind of drove me towards, you know what, this is, this is the politics of that side still i was still sore i okay. it was still a, a bee in my bonnet over that so hmm. when given those choices i couldn't vote third party which i thought the third party candidate had a lot of things similar to me okay so i stuck with that i stuck with the things that impacted me in my life okay I'm curious where did your family move to those three different places were they all rural communities no my sister ended up well my sister's husband's um Active duty was active duty, so she just moved all over the country. Oh, okay. um, yes, actually, he's absolutely. um he's overseas right now. Uh, he left last four days ago uh, mm -hmm. for wow. a year, um, and my parents ended up moving to Tampa, uh, okay. where there was it just you know, when you're 70, you shouldn't have to live where it's cold half the time. <laughs> enjoy your enjoy your life. True, true. Right. So you know they we kind of all just went you know they sold the, our family summer home and everything. We had a you know we had a place that we were supposed to all grow old together at and. Mm -hmm. As you know, one piece left, my uncle left, another uncle left, all my cut, and it's just like, wow, wow. there's nobody here but my grandparents, and mm -hmm. that's sort of that's that's how we all exited New York. But yeah. I will say this to your point about the North American Free Trade Agreement, it's been renamed, it's mm -hmm. still in effect, nothing else has been initiated to change it, so that's almost like smoke and mirrors. You Hold know. on, before we before we I'm get sorry. there. No, you're good. Before we get there, I just want to. Oh, no, it's fine. Go ahead. I, it's it's the way I'm trying to okay, balance it. Let, let me drive it. Let me drive this. Okay, I got it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Doll, tell me why you decided not to vote for either candidate in in this election. Okay. First of all, I want to say that I used to be a voter. Okay. I was a registered voter. Uh -huh. First person I ever voted for was um, Mayor Dinkins. Okay. who I worked mm -hmm. for for two years in that administration mm -hmm. and basically decided to vote based off of, you know, hearing family say, you should vote first black mayor of New York City, mm -hmm. you know, because Koch was mayor for, what, 16 years? He okay. was just holding it down. <laughs> you know, he was like, true, I'm true. not going mm -hmm. nowhere, you uh -huh. know. And so I did it for that reason, not really understanding or knowing the whole, you know, root of politics and what right. it entails and everything. And so I've been, I was a registered voter as a Democrat for years. Mm -hmm. Again, not really knowing, you know, what it all entailed. Right. So I voted for him. I want to say I voted for um, President Clinton, Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. And maybe another candidate when, who came after him? Bush. The Bush. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it got to the point where I was like, you know what? All of them are liars. <laughs> all Facts. of them are liars. <laughs> they all have an agenda that I don't agree with. Okay. And when I look at the bigger picture, you grew up on a farm in a rural area. I grew up in the hood. Mm -hmm. I grew up seeing abandoned buildings. Mm -hmm. I grew up seeing heroin addicts mm -hmm. almost hit the ground, but jump, jump right back up. You know, I, I remember when the crack epidemic hit the street. Me too. Mm -hmm. You know, I was there. I saw people's lives 
like become devastated. I've, I saw that, grew up in that. So, and I didn't see where the politics of either party really served. helped and served. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why am I, why, why? Okay. You know, so I didn't vote. However, if I was a voter, I would have voted for um, Hillary, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. Because in my opinion, she had the background. She had the, um, the education. She had what it takes mm -hmm. to run a country. Right. You know, again, going back to Frank's, you know, commentary, she had that lineage. Mm -hmm. Right. Where when I looked at, when I look at, and I understand you don't want to call him president because it hurts you. Right. Same sis. I understand. <laughs> I don't, it but don't I'm feel gonna right. I'm going to respect the office just like we wanted them to respect the office for President Obama. I, I thought it was disrespectful oftentimes when they just call him Obama. Mm -hmm. Many of them didn't even call him Mr. Obama. You true, know. True. Right. So right. I'm going to respect the office regardless of who's there and say President Trump does not have that background. You right. know. Was, did he take political science 101 at least? <laughs> I don't at know. least, you know. And so. According to him, Frederick Douglass is doing a great job. Okay. He did say that. He did. Oh, he's still, he's still doing a great job, is what he's, what he's referring to. Yeah. Okay. So. See, that's another issue. I don't think he's mentally like. Uh, well, there's no intelligent test for president. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, you know, until so, until that becomes a rule, mm -hmm. it's a wonderful opinion. I don't disagree. There's some questions, but I don't. Poli sci 101 was not a requirement. Mm -hmm. It is being 45 years old and yeah. being yeah. a citizen. Well, well, but that's American history 101. Still, it's true. Those things, it, although it is, I will. I struggle at length with just that it, sounding like a, the Twitter, the stuff. That is the I I yeah. well, I'm not apologetic for any of that and and it the reason I will be the future you is because of the same reasons you just said mm -hmm. I don't know that I could vote for any of these people moving forward mm -hmm. it, it's mm. tough it's really really tough to to do that and I also just wanted to say that I did not like Obama we're not going to have the Obama conversation sure. mm -hmm. I always called him my president I, I never ever ever I was I was very disappointed mm -hmm. um, in when he was elected I was very vocal about not wanting him elected mm -hmm. but you know looking back I'm grateful that I never said anything that was once he was elected he was a president and that was that was what we had and let's make the best of it and right. so I never once said he wasn't my president I didn't agree with him i didn't mm -hmm. understand but again he wasn't true uh, he he didn't say such unnecessary things that <laughs> that you had to apologize for him but i i never i even the things i didn't agree with right i never didn't say he wasn't the leader of my country right. there is right. a um a, a feeling and a notion amongst a lot of people that a big reason why um donald trump was elected was in a sense, a bit of a, uh, what they call a blacklash against having a black president for eight years. And so a lot of people felt a certain type of way about that. So instead of uh, just like moving on and letting the country be what it is, we're going to kind of like try to tarnish that legacy in a sense. And we're going to put someone in office who's the exact complete opposite of who he is, uh, or who President Obama was and, and, and have someone be a little bit probably bigoted uh, or have some bigoted views and like, a lot of people feel that way. So how do we feel about there being a quote-unquote blacklash in that way? 
do we believe in that notion or is it something you think is like totally I mean, made I up? I think it, you can also say that, well, we didn't have a, we've never had a woman president, uh -huh. but at the same time you can argue the, and say that, you know, they'll put him in in there because of President Obama being in before him, but of course we are not gonna have this woman well, in there. Well, yeah, that too, that too. You know, so um, choose choose him, you know. That That is, that's actually a, a good point, you know, because uh, you have the backlash uh, part of it, but you also have the part where it's like, okay, we take anybody over a female president. Like some people were just not having it. And there were actually a lot of women who didn't vote for her either. Mm. And I found that to be interesting. How mm. do y'all feel about that? Or Well, we're all familiar with Reconstruction after Lincoln. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a famous book, Taisi Coates, We Were Eight <coughs> Years in Power, where they talk about uh, Trump's presidency very much mirroring the eight years after Lincoln when Jim Crow started mm -hmm. Reconstruction, mm -hmm. moving okay. things out of the way that were some of the accomplishments. Whether you voted, and we're not going to have that point in conversations you mentioned, right, right. for President Obama or not, he moved us forward. He certainly was um, um, very respectful of the office. He didn't tarnish the office with a lot, with um, significant lies, I would say. They all, they all to <laughs> right. Mama's point, Everybody they all lies. do. All, all of them. It's all politics. Right. In many well, yeah, ways. Yeah. To your point and to BJ's point. Mm -hmm. However, I think there was a concerted effort mm -hmm. from you could even go back to before he was in before he was even elected where, you know, he's not even American. And we elected right. this mm -hmm. person who carried that mantle and he made it has made it um, one of his missions to do so to, to, to tarnish President Obama's legacy. But I think at the same time um, it does mirror that. And in terms of a woman, mm -hmm. I think that um, America's ready to elect a, a female president. I agree with that. But they're ready. I, I don't think they're ready for Kamala Harris. No, they're not. I don't not. think they're ready mm -hmm. for um, the sister from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I've forgotten her name, who lost the governorship. Oh, um, uh, Abrams? Yes. Stacey Abrams. Yes, I think that they yeah. are in many ways, like Michelle Obama, so educated that they're almost intimidating to a right. large part of the populace. But I think that moving forward, I hope we will uh, position ourselves to elect a woman going forward, because I think there's able, ready women mm -hmm. who can certainly lead our country. But at the same time, um, there has to be a mind shift um, away from there's good people on both sides. Right, you know? right. <laughs> I think that, that'll change things, but, okay. but I, I think we're ready for that. Okay. What, about, what about them oh. being, being ready for um, Elizabeth Warren? I love her. I'll, I'll defer I, this to BJ. Okay. Um, I enjoy yeah. her. Elizabeth Warren, the issue with her is her, again, we've now set the standard that Donald Tr of, of truth and lies is, is, is easily fact-checkable, mm -hmm. and I think Elizabeth Warren's put herself on a small island, and anybody will just ravage her. Mm -hmm. um, so to blow your doors off the first question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Blacklash. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're perfectly fine. So, 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 so I can sort of go with what both of you guys said in two different ways. I'll start by saying North Carolina had a primary before we had an election. Okay. I, I chose well, not being a North Carolinian. Explain that. Well, in North Carolina, we have a primary, so we had it was still an option. North Carolina's primary is early enough that you can actually choose a Republican okay. candidate that may or may not be Donald Trump. Would, would anybody here like to guess who I voted for in the primary? I, I would not. Do, Dr. Dr. Ben Carson. Oh, okay. So to say there's a blacklash, mm -hmm. um, I thought he was a really, really, he's not good for HUD. 
<laughs> but I, I, I thought that he had enough empathy and compassion to be a really good leader. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the same time, I thought if you were to give me a choice of people in Republican government in the last 15 years, Condoleezza Rice and Colin Powell were Colin mm-hmm. Powell obviously made some mistakes, but I thought they were really, really great Republican Agreed. choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. So okay. as far as a blacklash is concerned, mm-hmm. I have a hard time saying I see why you would say that. Okay. But from my perspective, mm-hmm. I the three people that I thought were the best candidates were not white. Okay. And mm-hmm. one wouldn't have been a woman. With that, I think that there are a lot, a lot of angry 65-plus-year-old white people. Mm-hmm. that all showed up to vote this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I they agree. didn't want um, President Obama to be in. I think they do feel slighted by living through affirmative action, mm-hmm. the 1960s, the okay. Vietnam War, and those people, when empowered by the lovely Russian bots who gave memes that made them <laughs> post the memes in Facebook. Right. So you agree that did happen? With I, the Russian interference. Right, right. I, 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 I feel, I won't get in too much into that yet. No, you're sure. good. Go ahead, go ahead. That was actually a question. Um, it's fine. Go for okay, it. Well, so with that and, and their, how they use social media, I think they found a way, just like um, the black communities found a way to rally when President Obama first ran. Those people rallied around that. Um, mm-hmm. That idea that, you know, this weird patriotism thing that, that they they. they glommed onto and and they rode that wave right to the end and those are those it's it's like i said it's my parents it's those people uh with the russian thing i will say it is real it did happen i really don't think they cared who won i really thought they were they did just the same thing that we have done for the last 75 years in politics uh everything from the Middle East when we divided it up after mm-hmm. World War One, mm-hmm. um how we have just thrown people all over the place um um, in moving Syrians around and how we the genocides we let happen, mm-hmm. but the genocides we don't let happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that the United States historically has has, has played a role in everybody's government. And Agreed. I think the chickens kind of came home to roost. I don't believe when they started they gave they cared at all who won. Okay. I think they really just started throwing memes out there. And the ones that gained traction mm-hmm. was that same group of people. Mom and dad, mm-hmm. my mom and dad, on Facebook with all their other retired friends with nothing else to do. <laughs> right. Anything with the, and, and I love them if they listen. I, I love them. And, I, and I've, I've told them, stop reposting a thing. Mr. Rogers wasn't in a, a C, Navy C. Stop posting this <laughs> made-up stuff. I will call them and say, please take that down. It's embarrassing. But I will now tell them, come on, just because it has an eagle and, like, a picture of Budweiser, right. you, can't, you can't just keep reposting that. That's, right. That is a Russian bot. You, you can't keep doing that. Uh-huh. And I think it, it, it caught on, and it, and it did well. I don't. What I don't believe is that there was intentional collusion where it was. Was, hey, could you post more, more of those, Mr. Putin? Yeah, Mr. Trump, we'll post more. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that's what happened. Okay. I think it kind of organically happened along with how Facebook was changing and, that, and, and continues to. I think there was an organic thing that happened there. Okay. And it wasn't intentional, but it ended up happening. So the Russians did interfere. They did do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys listened to the um, NPR podcast uh, Radio Lab. No. Where they actually, if they have one where they had a bunch of Russian bots who called a bunch of people to dress up as as pro Republican people, and then they called a whole bunch of other web, uh, Black Lives Matter people and had them all meet across the street from each other. 
hmm. and then have like a, a fight on the street. Right, oh, right. Wow. That really happened. And yeah. I think they had these people like believing that there was a real group they were behind. Mm-hmm. And both groups, and, and the pro Trump group, they bought a cage and they had like people dressed up as Hillary and Bill inside a cage mm. on a float. Like they took it to that level. Right. They believed it. But see, that's where I disagree. They did care who won. Because to our point, we talked about Secretary Clinton's pedigree. Mm-hmm. She could not be manipulated in that way. When when right. Mr. Trump stands on TV and says, hey, Russia, if you're listening, mm-hmm. please send more or, or do more. Um, I can't quote it verbatim. But I think they wanted him to win for this particular reason. We've already seen how his ego can be manipulated. Right. I mean, very easily by just someone walking up to him and saying, oh, man, you've got the great tie on. And the next day he's got a tie selling right, right, right. at Bergdorf's. Right. But, <laughs> but wait, but I could whisper to you real quiet, quietly on this hot mic, hey, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Obama, um, we'll, we'll, or Mr. Putin, we'll, we'll, we'll get this even after I'm reelected. Okay, buddy? Wink, wink. And Obama would say, please, but leave he did, me alone. No, actually, Obama <laughs> was the one who said that. Right. Well, at the end he of the did, day, he said, "We will deal with this after the election's done." And and it, so, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 global politics. Global mm-hmm. politics is global politics. There's a wink and a nudge on both sides. So, President Obama did say that to him. So, yeah, you're right. Maybe Mrs. Clinton did a really good job of stopping President Obama from doing whatever he planned on doing after he was reelected. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is the the, the administration before. Did say that, and and, and 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 that's a fa- and that is, and that isn't that isn't a bot that isn't something on recorded conversations that was a hot mic and, but it happens and I I'm okay with it happening. I think it happens a lot. You but mentioned I would re- I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Go ahead. President Obama was reelected because of policy. President Obama was reelected because of things that the American public felt he did on their behalf. And I would say that President Obama and I'll say this because we talked about this. I'm a registered Democrat. Mm-hmm. Like okay. Mama is, but I vote for policy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. I do too. I, I thought President Bush was a very good president. Okay. I thought that he was manipulated by his vice president. I agree. Mm. And I think at the end of the day, President Bush, I thought his father was a good man. I I thought he was. I, I was trying to think of what the most presidential president is, and I think that H. W. Bush, in my opinion, was the last of he, those guys. That 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 group of guys. Very present. Very so much so. And like last sat, uh, Sunday on Father's Day, we went to the Richard Nixon Presidential Library, which is just outside of L. A. Mm-hmm. I'd always wanted to go, and it's near Lori's home. Mm-hmm. And um, you're on the show now. Lori's <laughs> <laughs> in the studio, y'all. Hey, Lori. <laughs> and um, a lot of people don't know, you know, President Nixon. We know him as I'm not a crook. Right, right. right. If you go to his presidential library, he did so many things mm-hmm. that were beneficial. EPA, OSHA, all these things. So I think when measuring accomplishments and policy of a president, we have to look deeper than what we see on the surface. And I think when we look at President Obama, we look back um, – I thought he did a wonderful job, and I think, again, back to our original question, I think that Mr. Trump is very easily manipulated mm-hmm. by foreign adversaries and foreign friends, mm-hmm. and I think that that is what has put us in a very challenging position. Here. Do you I, think I that he that. will be yeah. uh, reelected? We have an election coming up next year, and we're starting to see some of the um, other candidates on the other side. Do you think that uh, we'll have another four years of Donald Trump, you guys? What do you think? I would like. I will. I want to say two things. One, I'm okay. no longer a registered voter. Okay. I'm, I'm no longer a registered okay. voter at all. Um, also, a question. Not 
and that is, well, no, not even a question, a comment is that, in my opinion, all politicians, foreign or domestic, to me, it's almost like I wash your hands, mm-hmm. you wash my hands, we wash your, our face, we wash our, everybody's right. in mm-hmm. it together getting True. something, it's a give and take, mm-hmm. you know, and for your own agenda. And to me, it's not looking at the people who are not in that 1%. Right. You know, it's not considering the people who are on the, the lower part of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. You just worried about you and your few and how y'all gonna keep this legacy going on with your children and your right. children's children. But what about my children and my children's children? Well, like right. ha- like having in, in, in our country, we've had two families run our country for 40 years. That's true. Which is, it sh- that shouldn't mm-hmm. be right. a thing. Right, right. <laughs> right. That's true. But they ha- all of their hands are tied in this thing together, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's my perspective. That's my that's my position, mm-hmm. and I think I have a big issue with that. Okay. Don't tell me you're for the country, but I'm I'm we're not getting any benefit from that. The right. smaller mm-hmm. people are not getting benefit from that. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying that we don't want to work and we don't want to you know, have a decent place to live and take mm-hmm. care of our children and make sure they have good educations. Am I saying that? Right. Am I asking for a handout? What I'm saying is, why can't it be a, a level ground, equal level ground? Why, can we, why can't we all benefit? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's like, that's like the point of this, perfect example, this tax break. Okay. You know, that's benefited the 1% more so than mm-hmm. families like BJ's that mm-hmm. come from these rural communities right, right. who have worked industrially for our country mm-hmm. as working class people. Their taxes have gone up this year. Yeah. And it's not I, fair. It's not fair. I've right. seen truck drivers interviewed on television, their taxes have gone up. I've talked to friends who have w- what we would consider working class jobs mm-hmm. who've seen their taxes go up. Right. So that would, to Mama's point, that actually validates that the 1% are, are benefiting more so than other folks. I think most of us at this table are somewhat fortunate mm-hmm. in the sense that the type of work we do, what we're exposed to, our education right. we've had, yada, yada, yada. And we aren't impacted as much, but when you go back and you talk about, like BJ said, uh, NAFTA decimated mm-hmm. his community. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And those people have to go elsewhere to find a living and, mm-hmm. a, and, a, and a way to take care of their families. Right. Again, this year, They've been slapped again, mm-hmm. you know, with something that was proposed to be, hey, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And when they open the box, it's like, oh, hell to the no. This is for me. <laughs> right, right. This is for the cat that wrote it. Right, right, This right. has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think, to your point, you know, we get the okey-doke all the time. And it's politics, and it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that people have to deal with that. Well, you know? um, before we get to your re-election question, uh-huh. I, did anybody hear what Mr. Biden said this week in New York City to his top donors? No. What did Mr. Uh, Biden Mr. say? Mr. Biden was in, I wrote this down because I, I thought it was really interesting. Okay. Uh, he was with his, um, a, bu- a big group of really big donors. A lot of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He said, uh, nothing for us is going to change fundamentally. Um, no one's standard of living will change. Um, this plan will not be um, burdensome to you mm-hmm. at all. So, I, what and it's, if you listen to the whole six-minute speech, he basically wow. – and I'm summarizing, so if I say that, right. it's not my right, intent. Right. He basically said, what I say in the campaign trail is what I'm going to say to get elected. But mm-hmm. I want you guys, you rich people to know, don't worry, man, nothing's going to change for you. 
Which is exactly right. what you said. Mm-hmm. It's it's, right. it's two wings of one bird, and and and, and yeah. we're tr- and we're trying to cut it in half and say fly, and and it, and it doesn't. <laughs> that's right. and I love you the know? way you like put that. things. Like that's that's yeah. fire. Um, <laughs> and I I, just, I think we just have the title. I and, two um, wings of one bird. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. Right. Uh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> but but I mean, like, I agree with you, and that's where I really struggle when you know this is a guy that it. Uh, so I'll answer your question. Mm-hmm. I think if it ends up being Biden Trump, and and that's why I'm saying that it's uh-huh. this stuff, mm. it's this stuff right. that Trump is just going to carve up. I also think that True. 20 candidates in debating for the next it's week too or much. two, crazy. Are, they're, they're going to create too much low hanging fruit. Yes, and then he's going to come up with 20 nicknames uh, based right. on everything they say. Uh-huh. You know, bottles of water and whatever stupid, sleepy. What he's going <laughs> to right. I think that you know to go in one or two, and I think that's what the only reason he got elected, and the other reason he got elected mm. is having twenty of those Republicans all up there yeah. talking smack to and each other, them right, 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 right. And then he clowned them all so bad that that he started actually looking like a hero. And if you guys remember, Fox News didn't even support him; they were Ted Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Until he finally won the nomination, which they still didn't support him, mm. and only then turned on their heel and then started to support him after okay. that. So and now they're losing support for him. They don't. Uh, they didn't. But they also changed ownership, and their ownership is not the same group of people that were in for. The years only ago. people that support him now are uh, Tucker, Hannity, yep. and Laura. Whatever her name right. is, Ingram. But so with that, I I do feel and I. They're not even journalists. No. No, I don't. Entertainment no. people. There, it, it's rated. That's the other thing. News is ratings. Mm-hmm. Right. News is not news. There is no news, news out there. If you're watching mm-hmm. it on TV, it is about buying. If you watch Fox News, and I'm sorry again, mom and dad, but I don't. It mm-hmm. all depends, and in reverse mortgage <laughs> commercials. So you <laughs> tell true. me, you tell me who your demographic is, uh, and we'll leave it at that. But um, but I, I think that Trump's. I think that there will be. I don't think the Republicans are going to say no to him. They're going to allow him to move forward. And I don't feel the Democrats are going to put up somebody who can counterpunch consistently enough to mm-hmm. sway. The only reason he will win is if he just keeps offending enough people. Mm-hmm. But I think there's, a, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people are walking in mom's footsteps right now and saying, you know what, this didn't, didn't change anything when I came out in force last time. And I'm not going to come out again. I think, I think we're going to end up at a lot of no shows, are going to show mm-hmm. up in the Democratic side. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they have the candidate. And, and I wish they would. I just I don't think they're going to come and he's going to win again. And I was really hoping he would say, ha-ha, I did this, I did this once. And I'm, I'm out of here. Because right. right. that's what his ego usually would do. Did you mm-hmm. see the video this week he put yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. Trump for life? Yeah. Wow. With all the, yeah, the yeah, years yeah. of him uh, being president? So it's a bumble clock, man. So, we can't so, have so, so, past, so past the eight years is, is traditional, right? He's going to be here. He's going to just continue That's on. what he was saying. Like, yeah, he's going right? to pull a Roosevelt. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so do y'all think he's going to be reelected? No. How do y'all feel about it? I don't know. Because okay. it's just, you know. Um, How would you feel it, if he was it, reelected? Sad, like I feel now. <laughs> you know, I, I, I often, yeah. th- when I see what he does, it makes me sad. I'm like, it makes me sad for him. Okay. Because I'm like, Why him? you really don't look smart. Well, you facts. really don't look intelligent, mm-hmm. and you're in this one of the highest offices in the country and in the, of the world, and you, you look, you don't look good, I, and you're not making yeah. us look good. I'm a little embarrassed, honestly. Yeah, and I, I have I have a couple friends who are international, and uh, they, when it all happened, they were like, and they 
look bro, at America. Like, they, they, were, they were like, y'all look crazy right now mm-hmm. to the rest of the world, you know? A- so Exactly. And so I feel sad for him because I'm like, does he have a mental disorder? Do I need to pull a DSM-5 out? <laughs> I know <what> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Are you okay today, babe? Why are you tweeting everything? You sound like a teenage girl. What's going on? Do you have a personality disorder? And 10,000 plus documented lies. Right. 10,000 plus. I was mm-hmm. shocked. I was shocked when he said that the um, the World Trade Center bombing didn't happen. Didn't he say that? That he it was said a, so much, girl. I'm talking about during the Not, campaign trail. He said it was. It is was it a it, hoax? Was he talking about the first bombing, or was he talking about 9/11? 9/11. What? One of them. He was. He said it wasn't real, and I was confused. Hmm. I was confused yep. because I was like, wait a minute. There have been a lot I of things he said that confused me. Who passed away there? How do you say? Wait, my my sister had to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge to go home mm-hmm. through that. How is that not true? Where would are you living in the same mm-hmm. geography we are? What's going mm-hmm. on? So when I look at that, I'm like, okay, someone else has to come along, whether I'm voting or not. Mm-hmm. Someone else has to come along with another level of intelligence okay. and um, reality. Mm-hmm. And help move this country forward into a better place because he's he's not doing a good job. Frank, I don't think he'll be reelected, and mm-hmm. I think that the best hope for the Democrats is Vice President Biden. And I think okay. what's going to come down to people supporting him is who he chooses for his vice president, mm-hmm. just okay. given his age. Right. Mm-hmm. True. You true. Know? True. True. And I yeah. and I often from the beginning I thought Biden Beto. Oh, that's a killer ticket, I think. Right, but Beto hasn't stepped up yet. Mm -hmm. He hasn't shown that he's presidential. Uh Right. Because whomever goes into that position behind Biden is going to have to be president, given Biden's age. Mm -hmm. And I think in terms of your point about Trump, you know, clowning everyone on the Democratic side with those 20 people who are on the Democratic ticket uh, or who are wanting to be president, Mm -hmm. from a coffee magnet to a whomever, you know, go back to making coffee Mm -hmm. and go back to doing your anti-Trump videos, Mm -hmm. I think that when Biden is on the stage with Trump, the more that he tries to clown Vice President Biden and you don't fight back, that's when Biden elevates his his staff. Yes. Okay. And it's almost like I was having this, we were having a discussion yesterday, Mm -hmm. and it's like we're talking about civil rights. Mm -hmm. Right. If black people, if we'd have showed up with guns, we'd have never had civil rights. Mm -hmm. You know, turn the other cheek. And the same thing applies, you like those visuals. (laughs) (laughs) he's actually turning right now y'all can't see it but he's turning so you turn i think if someone turns the other cheek with vice president trump when he's on stage Mm -hmm. and someone can talk intelligently and distinctively Mm -hmm. about and intently about policy right that Mm -hmm. separates them that's very true because he 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 can never have that conversation even after four years of he can't have that conversation and i think if someone can do that and to your point i think that Former Vice President Biden can relate to folks, they say, in those communities from which you come, because mm-hmm. he's from a working class Delaware, Pennsylvania community. Mm-hmm. I really think he can elevate himself if he can just get past his age and to pass any criticisms that may come from the Obama, because they're going to try and tie him to Obama. Right. And don't forget his plagiarism. 
plagiarism as well. And let's not uh, forget who God knows what Trump has done. Plagiarism. I mean, Trump, Trump. Let's talk about Melania stealing uh, oh. uh, uh, Michelle's entire speech. Whole thing. Verbatim. Let's talk about Melania sneaking her family in on immigration I mean, let's, and all that. Let's talk about <laughs> Trump saying he's never met this person, but they're on video together. Mm. I mean, if you want to break it off, we can break it off. Well, but, that's, what, but that's what I'm saying. Like You were just saying Biden, that's one of the things that they're going to use. They're going to really push that, like, oh, you plagiarize this speech and this speech. And, and that's where, again. Politics come in. And it, and it, mm. it, it is. It, 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 it becomes who makes the better smokescreen and let's not remember i agree with that and that's it is it actually north carolina is a, a part of this no one really cares about everything but about what 37 counties in the entire united states chooses president electoral that's, you're correct elect- oh we're so, gonna get there so because because of that you know it is parts of ohio it is it is like it is a small group of people Michigan, that actually choose this mm-hmm. and if those it, it depends on who they believe and, and, me, and that's what it's going to boil down let to. me ask the question that a, a lot of people they really wanted me to ask the table so i'm going to ask uh is our president a bigot mm. I would like to ask Where do that I start? for anybody here at the table or any of yes, the bigots. Yes, he is. I, 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 the child, I'm, not, I'm no one's bigot. I you know, yeah. love everyone. Yes, but. he is, and I'll say it for this reason. Okay. Um, one, you see his rallies? Yes. yes. He hasn't gone to one inner city urban mm. community. Mm-hmm. He's, he's serving us all. Number two, um, you, I don't know if you heard him this week talk about the Central Park Five. They asked him. That's on my Why'd list you too. ask him? Well, I'm sorry. Jesus, I'm, be I'm, a fan. No, 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 no. You're good. I'm just. I'm exhausted because of just like the the stupidity that comes out of his mouth. Yes. And, and it. But For him to suggest. Touch on it. That. Well, hey, they they submitted guilty pleas. <laughs> they were children. Well, they were children, but also they submitted guilty pleas. But at the same time, he turns to the whole Russia investigation. Mm-hmm. We had 19 men. Mm-hmm. That pled, that were indicted, mm-hmm. that pled guilty. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. He doesn't pivot on that. Right. Mm-hmm. And on the other page with that, I think that he's proven himself over the history of his life mm-hmm. that he is averse to dealing with people of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's well known for saying he doesn't want anybody touching his money, mm-hmm. but okay. Jews. Oh. He All doesn't right. want anybody dealing with anything but his golf carts and so forth that are black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he comes from a family that was charged with um, HUD charges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if I stated that correctly. Back in the 60s and 70s for redlining black people out yes. of their right. buildings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His father, yep, yep, yep. Fred Trump, they removed the F on the end, right. which pretty much just stand for fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, BJ, I had to pump that out. Okay. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, his father was a well-known KKK supporter. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think Donald Trump himself has proven himself with, you know, he'll tell you himself, I went to the best schools. Mm-hmm. I did the best things on earth. But he can't know, he doesn't know anything about black history. Doesn't mm-hmm. know anything about us as um, a community. American history. Right. And and to your point, I think Ben Carson and what was her name? Omarosa. Oh. Don't don't get me started. Oh, no. I think I think they were selected to try to appease us. Of course. And one hundred percent. He's from New York City. He's familiar with every borough. We've had heroin, mm-hmm. crack, cocaine, mm-hmm. all these things mm-hmm. going on in these communities mm-hmm. for decades. decades yeah. Right. And he didn't give a shit about heroin and Mexicans bringing shit over Elvis, the border right? uh-huh. until white kids started, started dying. Yes, All of them, yes, even yes. Hillary Clinton. Right, right, right. And communities across America. So I think he's proven himself to be so. And I think, more importantly, he's not done anything but call Chicago a hmm. 
crazy killer zone where they just kill each other, they're animals, right. but he will fight for that NRA right to keep wow. your rifle. Right, right. Okay, but if you give him a pistol in Chicago, they're animals. Mm -hmm. So I, I just think in many ways, hey, there's, there's good people on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> that shit he says that all the time. Shit. But God at the but the end of the day, he's just proven I think he's proven himself to be adverse. I just hope that last daughter shows up at home at Christmas in that family Christmas card <laughs> with a brother named Marquand. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnant with a black baby. And all I'm going to say, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, I, I love hope that. that answered the question. Yes, Marquand. <laughs> yes, Marquand. Yeah. BJ, what do, you, what do you think, man? Do you think President Ooh, Trump shit. is a bigot? <laughs> so um, I, I did say earlier that, again, it, there's a culture. There's a right. culture. And this guy this guy is a 70-year-old year, man who grew up when, and, and you know, again, I don't, I don't have the facts, but if you if you're a uh, Dinesh Souza fan, you will remember that the KKK was a Democratic run uh, group previous to. Um, our Where were the good our, Republicans our, helping black well, folks? Well, that, that was it. It was it was it, 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 they literally flip flopped the process. So to say, you know, he's a KKK member. You know, again, you're not. I'm not my dad. You're not your dad. Seen. Okay. Right. So I mean, I. Right. I it, 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 I love my dad, but I'm not my dad. Right. I, and and I and I, I and my dad will tell you, I've gone out of my way to not be him, and mm -hmm. I've taken the best pieces of him to be somebody better. So wow. okay, I love that. That's so, great. So yeah. with that, I can't compare him to his dad. But what I can say is he has life experiences, and when you mentioned, I, I wrote down here that his his rallies and being elected is a is a is a defined science um if you were to talk to anybody in a presidential election they will tell you that they can narrow down the side of the street that's voting for you they mm, can wow. they can narrow they can narrow you down to the side of a street in a city in a town in ohio to say we know that side of the street's going to vote this way hmm. so it is an exact science mm -hmm. especially and, with gerrymandering i'm just saying right uh, <laughs> yeah just down the street here there's a really interesting story they're dealing with but um and i do i i, I well as of this week, I, I no longer work for the Board of Elections, but I did, did, did work for oh, the did. Yeah, Mecklenburg County okay. Board of Elections. Cool. Um, so I'm very part of all that stuff, too. So don't ask me about voter fraud in North Carolina because that's a different story. But with that in <laughs> mind, um, I, I, I think that it's an exact science, and I think the science says that we put these type of people here in the crowd, we put these type of people here in the crowd, we put these type of people here, we do these type of advertisements, and we say these words. And I don't. I think the science is separate from the man in that the demographic he is shooting for, the votes that he wants, his job is to get X amount of votes in X amount of districts mm -hmm. when we talk about the Electoral right. College. Right. It is not about, he is not there to say, I am here to represent you as a people. I am here to get elected. But and he got elected by division. He got elected. He got he elected, elected by, but it was by division. But he got elected by playing a very, very specific game. Mm -hmm. And I... I, this is where I, I get upset about politics. We view politics as this group of people who governs us, and, and I think Mom said the same thing earlier. Uh -huh. You know, they don't represent us. They represent a much bigger thing that has Agreed. nothing to do with us. Mm -hmm. right. um, that thing is what controls the power. So where, where yeah. I view this is, is he a bigot? He probably leans a certain direction um, based on his up upbringing to be probably not as empathetic to certain groups of people. Right. I agree. 
I don't like that he would say only these people can touch my money, only these people can touch my golf cart. Mm-hmm. That is really a closed-minded thing to say. And mm-hmm. I don't care if you're in middle management, upper management, or you know, cleaning the toilets. You just you, we don't say that. People don't shouldn't talk that way. So I don't understand why he would do I that. I think I think what it is is that um, it's not about something that shouldn't be said. It's about something that shouldn't be felt. And I think that's where the issue is. I think that. He, uh, he feels it. He feels, yeah, he feels that in his issue. soul, yeah. and, and that's the problem. It's a heart issue, that's like you said. That's a heart issue. And, and that, that's what makes me uncomfortable. I, I was trying to keep my opinion out of it, but well, no, 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 fuck no, it. No. Oh, that was a good, <laughs> but, but that was a good summary. It, it, it's yeah. true. Like when you, when you look into his heart, you definitely look and go, geez, I can, I can see there's something. Uh, it's not just uh, – there's something uh, – you're right. It's, yeah. His heart kind of comes through when he speaks, and I think that's the number one reason I think everybody dislikes him who dislikes him. He is the first um, modern unapologetic person, and I don't know if it's narcissism or I don't think, well, whatever it is, he's doing the same thing everybody else has done. And he's just out front with it. That, that and I have he to does, say, and, I appreciate and that And he about doesn't him. look at you and say, ah. Oh, I, I'm sorry. He's like, I said it, and but I'm, you know what? And I'm I was, sorry. I won't do it again. I was thinking and about this earlier. He no, does, but he does. He he does I everything disagree. he does. He owns. I think that it's weird. I don't know why you would like. It's it's, and I think that rubs a lot of people wrong. That he just doesn't want to apologize. Normally, to you. I'm okay. I, I'd rather like if you are a bigot, you're a racist. I'd rather you meet me with that and say, right, okay, this is yes. who I am. That way, I know how to deal with you. Right. Except for my fucking president. I don't want to hear that shit out of your mouth. I don't want to hear it. Like, because my experience in this country is already pretty uncomfortable. Mm. You know, so I don't need you making that worse for me. And I don't need you um, emboldening other people that think that way to think that they can now uprise. And I don't need that. So I want my president to, if you're going to be a racist, be a closeted racist. I don't want to hear that shit. I agree. That's just me. I agree. But it's still going to come out, though. It's still going to come out. It will, but it's it's less of, it's less of you emboldening other people to think that they can do the same thing. And I think that's why there's been, and I'm not going to say that, you know, police brutality and racism and things of that nature haven't always been a thing. (coughs) Excuse me, but there's definitely more of it. I remember the day when he was elected, like, I, I woke up that morning and I was like, well, shit, here we go. And I, I already, as a black man in the South, I feel a little bit less than safe sometimes, you know, in certain certain areas or like if there's a cop behind me, things right, of that nature. Right. But I felt worse that day waking yeah. up. I'm like, yeah. and I remember, you know, walking into my place of business and, and it, it was heavy. Mm. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody would admit to the fact that they voted it for him. Happen, yeah. But I'm like, so if you're not admitting to it, that tells me that you know that you probably did something wrong. You're not proud of what you've done mm-hmm. because you had to know that and you made a vote for him. It was a vote for misogyny. It was a vote for racism. It was a vote for mm-hmm. uh, uh, de- devaluing LGBT people. Like you had to know in, in watching the campaign. So that's why I felt so passionately about it. And I'm like, I don't, if you're going to be a racist, that's your business. I don't agree with it, but that's your thing. I don't want to hear that stuff com- coming out of my president's mouth. So I don't want to hear so it. So you're saying, he's, you know, if you're going to be a racist, you have to separate that from your job, from your personal, that's your personal opinion, how you feel, how you think, but you need to separate that from the job you do. What I'm saying how is. Easy, but how easy is it for people to really do that? What I'm saying is President Obama could have been a, uh, he could have been a bigot. He could have been prejudiced. Mm-hmm. He could have hated white people. He could have got revenge. He could, you know, right. and, and, and but but the he thing is that he could have shot with a Zulu spear and got revenge. But he chose not to. Exactly. My point is that if he is, I don't know it, right. and I don't need to know that. Like right. you're here to serve us. Mm-hmm. Serve us. That's all I need you to do. I don't need to hear about 
you know, um, grabbing somebody by the pussy. I don't need to hear about, yeah. I don't need you on a podium, you know, making fun of a disabled person. What are you wow. doing? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's the type of stuff I get really passionate well, about. Well, it's like Lyndon Johnson, okay. avowed racist. Mm -hmm. But when he took that office, he did the job. Right. And the people job. will say he passed civil rights to always have democratic votes for the rest of our lives, but he kept nigger off the table, he did it in private, and he mm -hmm. served the country. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. But to your point, President Trump, by, by virtue of the fact that he wants to talk privately about, to your point, grabbing pussy and mm -hmm. I did this, I did that, I'm quite sure he's very comfortable using the word spick. Oh, yeah. Nigger, mm -hmm. kike, all that shit. Yeah. And I think, to your point, as President of the United States, He's supposed to let that go. And a perfect example would be his uh, self-avowed just determination on immigration. But there's illegal immigrants uh -huh. working at his club. Let's talk about immigration. Let's in, go there. In, 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 in Florida, <laughs> without permits. Wow. And you cannot have it so both ways. You can't. So with this whole immigration thing and that makes the... Um, sense. Yes. And let and let's just call it, you know, what it is, uh, early stages of concentration camps. Mm. How do we feel about you know, the immigration policy, the border wall, the, the camps that he has set up to, to intercept people. Like, how do we feel about that? Wrong. You said, okay. Just, just wrong. Hey, you, I, 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 saw, I, I felt it in your spirit, which is about yeah, that. It's, it's wrong. <laughs> okay. It's wrong. It's wrong. And it feels like, because I am descendant. Mm -hmm. Many of us are descendant of native indigenous people of this country. Right. And it feels almost like the same thing although I wasn't here at that time but mm -hmm. we still can feel you know in our DNA you know okay and so it kind of feels like that because you don't look like I look or you don't behave like I behave you need not to be here mm -hmm. you know so let's do away with you put mm -hmm. you over here how do you separate a mother from her baby right how do you do that and you think it's okay okay let me come and separate you from your baby let me come sure, separate What's the what's his youngest son name? Is he? Isn't he's not? Oh, Baron. Baron, Baron. Baron from his mother. Let me come and let me come snatch him away. Right. How would you feel? He doesn't put himself in the shoes of other people no to empathy. understand right. what they're dealing with and what they're going what, what you know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. It's wrong. They're, because the bottom line is, white, black, red, yellow, green. I don't care. We're all human beings. Mm -hmm. When it's all said and done, we all pee and bleed and we got to leave this earth. Right. We're all human beings. No one is better than the next person. Mm -hmm. So how is it that you'll try to make it hard on someone because they came into the country illegally, okay, to try to make a better life for themselves and for their children. Mm -hmm. They have children. Their children are... Um, citizens. Citizens. But you're going to send their parents back somewhere else and leave it. What happens to the child? Right. You're not, he's not thinking about that. I want to say this really quick before we continue with uh, Frank and BJ's point on this. Uh, people, a lot of times, when this conversation is brought up, they're like, you know, under Obama's administration, the same thing was going on, la di And I just want to say really quickly, I don't give a fuck who did it. It's wrong. It's wrong, period. It's wrong. So I just, I just want to, like, because I know there's probably some listeners right now, well, you know, he, well, child, whatever. It's wrong regardless. It's wrong. So that's that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm not cool with it. So what do you guys think about it, gentlemen? Go, go ahead, Frank. Okay, well, I would say this. I live in Southern California. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where there's a large Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. I will say this. To your point, um, I believe they're called birthers. 
that have been here yes. and their parents are illegal, mm-hmm. I think that they certainly should be given some preference right. to, to stay in this country. Um, I think this whole thing about um, sanctuary cities and all that, that almost right, is, right, right. is analogous to, to Reagan's um, uh, character of welfare mothers mm. with okay. 15 kids driving a Cadillac mm. and all that. That was a falsity. <laughs> okay. Just wasn't going on. <laughs> right. I don't know any welfare mothers with Lincoln Continentals with, <laughs> with 15 children. With 15 children okay. with Air Jordans on. Right. I just don't right. know it. Also living in Southern I didn't California. have Air Jordans. I mean, I'm her only child. I don't know. I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy them. I, I also, did. also, you, you did. Yeah. I had the first pair of Jordans in 1980. Eighty-five. Smooth. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Smooth. Like oh that. no, no! I wore those. The black, <laughs> and, the black and red. Black joints. and red. I got the yeah. originals. Uh, like the dunks. Mm-hmm. But but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think too living in Southern California, you know, which is the ninth largest economy in the world. Okay. I don't see black people, white people picking fruit. Mm-hmm. We eat grapes. Right, we eat right. apples. We eat right. all the fruit or pardon me agriculture that's grown indigenously in america mm-hmm. we don't do those jobs right those people come here and do those jobs mm-hmm. there's manufacturers that know from where they come mm-hmm. and they pay them um so I, I think that too is a falsity and i'll give you a perfect example this uh, march i went up to washington state to visit some friends and the particular community i'm in it's all agriculture it's all apples mm-hmm. and cherries right mm-hmm. right and when i was up there my friend said to me Oh, man, if you drive a car up here and have an accident, you've got a one in two chance that you're going to hit an uninsured motorist, oh, which wow. basically was an illegal alien. Mm. Right. But this person makes his living off of agriculture. Mm. He knows why these people are here, mm-hmm. and he doesn't say shit when he's getting paid. Right. Mm-hmm. You cannot have it both ways. Got right? you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't have it both ways. So I think this whole argument around immigration there's a lot of falsity put mm-hmm. around it and caricatures put, caricatures put around it. We do have a challenge with people coming into our right, country. Right. Right. But I think at the same time, um, you know, there, there's easy ways to do it besides throwing up fences and right. the president creating this big false crisis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then stepping in, I'm going to solve it. You know, by putting up a higher wall. Right, right, right. That just doesn't solve the problem. And I just saw something this week, I think, that was further created by the president. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen this week on the news where they have these Africans in Mexico now. Mm. These African women throwing themselves at the wall. Take me, take me. It almost looks like what you see in Rwanda when they're being killed by soldiers. Uh And I almost felt like he put them up there to scare people further in this country. Now the Africans are coming. Uh, now they're coming to scare his base mm-hmm. and other people, like you said, genera- generationally, that are older to say, oh, no, we got to get rid of these. Now they're black people are coming and brown people? <laughs> right. Oh, hell to the no. And terrorists. And, he, he also claims terrorists are, are coming. Again, I don't, right. yeah. I don't know the answer. Right, right. And these, right. Are, these are just facts we're talking about. Yeah. And, they, and, they, and they show this on the news. And I think, you know, the, the last terrorists we've had in this country have been white men with AR-15. Say that. You know? and, 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 call and a we, thing a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is with masks on. And look right. like military. No, but he's a, he's a he's a lone wolf, and he has mental problems, and you know, and and, and life was rough for him, and you mm-hmm. know, school, you know, he failed math one time, right? So it's okay that he shot up his workplace. It's totally fine. Exactly, yeah. but 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 that is not that should be that's given more um, that's given less precedence than this whole thing about building a wall. Immigration is an issue, and I think right. they should just change MAGA to Mexicans always get around. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what I see. I live in Southern California. That's what I see. Yay. That's what I see. But but it's a very challenging. I, I, I think your your title was beat, bro. Yeah, I think yeah. they, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, I, I think I think that it, uh, immigration is a very challenging. Yeah, it's yeah. a very complex issue, but it cannot be solved with a wall, and it cannot be solved with people and children who've been raised here into their early 20s right. or, or, or teens being kicked out because their right. parents didn't have paper, but right. their parents have contributed right. to the ninth largest right. economy in the yeah. world right. for right. decades. Okay. Right. You know, I just think that that's, it's disingenuous, not looking, not that. it's not empathetic, mm -hmm. and, and I just think it's not realistic, but it, it it's appeases mm -hmm. a certain mm -hmm. group of generational voters who are either on our coast or in the center of our country, which he values more than anything. Very much so. Um, because the coast, they're wicked people, they're bad people. Oh, but by the way, I'm from the coast. <laughs> I built the coast, you know. And, and I, I just think in many ways um, it's a very complex issue. And, yeah. I, and all that being said, very complex. Yeah. BJ? So to start, <laughs> we have to be very careful what we call a concentration camp. I'm not sure you're aware of the history, but they actually mm -hmm. killed everybody intentionally, and no one left a concentration camp. Really? So, and that's okay. why I said the early stages of because that's that's what we're moving toward. But that's how I feel about I, it. I, I People did leave concentration. Yeah, they did camp. leave. But, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel that we will be gassing um, these illegal immigrants. I don't so put it past them. I don't. It's. I don't think again. Are you using them as a science experiment? I just don't. I think that that's a. You're I agree. That might be a bit much. That, that, a concentration camp. Okay. okay. That might be, so that yeah. it's just it, that's a that's a slippery one. And and you're and you're and you're 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 plucking hairs out of the wrong guy. And it just you're you're trying to you're trying to pick a fight when you use some of those. Those are some trigger words for people. I, I not me. I so certainly so, am. So, so you're right. So to, to to have a fair conversation, let's leave the trigger words away. I just think that it. It makes everybody, it's an easier conversation to have. I get what you're saying, but I am triggered. I, I totally, 100% am triggered by, by a lot of the stuff that's going right on in the country. Me. But yeah. I think that's one word that as soon as this conversation starts, you use that word. You mm. Now you you part of the Red Seas and there are two groups of people <laughs> on either side. I mean, you you are creating two groups by, by drawing that line. Okay. Uh, with that, I, I agree with what both of the, um, your other guests are saying. I, mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of people that are here. They do work really hard. Um, North Carolina was built on the shoulders of, of immigrants that came here and worked for way less. I did. Mm -hmm. I painted for a living and worked and worked on farms up north. And um, back then, it was us. We we painted and we did that. And I, I painted for the school district for years. I came down here and couldn't believe I couldn't get a job doing construction or anything, mm -hmm. because I was just asking. You know. Fourteen dollars an hour was way too high when everybody else was making four. Like mm. I was like, "What is this right, sorcery?" Right, right. You guys—that's not your fault. <laughs> That's the manufacturers and the business owners. Right. But I'm just saying, like they built this this industry. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the taking children away thing, obviously no one wants it. I think we we have to always remember. I don't think anybody anybody even insane wants people's families split up i don't think anybody wants people to have no health care i don't think anybody wants people to be dying in the streets and on drugs i don't think anybody's like intentionally wants that but we live in a really uniquely designed country and you can get here one of two ways by a boat or crossing over two other countries and if those two other countries don't wish to have their borders secure, so I'll, I will use the mass group of people coming from Guatemala to Mexico. Okay. Say, one country, our, one of our trade partners, 
<laughs> I, I might have looked at somebody who's laughing. So one, <laughs> so one, the other cheek. So one of our so one of our trade partners has allowed a group of four thousand people to cross all of their borders, mm-hmm. march across their country, and let them get to our border. Let's look at this the other way. Let's uh, say five thousand Canadians were sick of being in Canada, crossed our northern border. Immediately, we would have said, whoa, 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 5,000 of you can't come in this big group. I disagree. They would have been welcomed. I, I, told, I, I well, disagree well, don't, No, if, if, they're in, if, if, they, if they said their intent was to go to Mexico, I think that there would be a whoa, whoa, whoa. We would have had a pause. Cause trouble for different groups of people along the way. They were causing trouble in some of the cities that they passed through. The local government just says, hey, look, just get out of our city, go to the next one. Get out of our city, go to the next one. So, this other really corrupt government, and let's not forget how corrupt Mexico is. And it's unfortunate because it's it's something we built in the 80s with with the marijuana and the, the Colombians and all that. We built these, these awful governments and funded them. They allowed them to go all the way through to our border. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be, if you're a Guatemalan, you shouldn't be challenging our border. You shouldn't be. You should have been stopped at the other border that was 4,000 miles south of you. You shouldn't be this far. So hmm. I think we have a problem of people just allowed to get – if they're getting to our border and they're not from either Mexico or Canada, there's a problem with those countries as well not having our backs. But our president always said, also said, let's get people from Norway and Sweden mm-hmm. who are illegal, mm-hmm. which would only infer to me by virtue of their race mm-hmm. and their education. Or their color because most Norway, color, Norwegians yeah. – so there's that. I do think that – that he has said that those countries do have better people, better people. Mm-hmm. But those countries also have, and you have to keep this in mind. And especially when you want to talk about AR-15s and different things, when you look at some of the other countries who are really doing a good job with gun control, and they're really doing a good job with immigration, and they're doing a really good job financially, and they're doing a really good job with their education and healthcare systems, mm-hmm. they're all countries with really, really, really strict immigration policies but they're nationalist but they're but 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 they're very strict on immigration you don't get to stay for over four or five months you if you are an illegal immigrant and you are found in 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 australia mm-hmm. they put you out on an island till your country comes and gets you okay you can have all the gun control laws you want if you do not allow anybody in your country. Same thing with Norway and Sweden. They are very strict. The UK, very strict on people. You can visit. We can all visit. Everybody's visited Europe. You cannot stay in Europe. You cannot buy property in Europe. In fact, every other country allows um, United States doesn't. You have to give up United States citizenship to leave the United States, I believe. You can't have dual citizenship. And there's a reason for that because... Our immigration policy allows you to, to, you can own a house, you can have citizenship, no, it's the other way around. You can have citizenship in another country. If you go to Canada, you must renounce your U.S. citizenship. Well, my son has dual citizenship between Mexico and the United States. But he was born here. He was born here. Right, right, but we allow that. But if you go the other way, you go to Mexico, have you seen what they did to those people, that those young boys they saw, found with a, a, their dad's shotgun underneath the seat of their car? They chained that boy up for months in, in Mexico. Mexico in a Mexican yeah, prison. Story. So, you know, that's you. I agree that what we're not doing. There's a better path. There is a way. Let's mm-hmm. let's do like I believe Reagan gave a, a big bunch of people. Said let's reset here. If you're here, you're reset. I think we should do that. Mm-hmm. Here's the. I say let's build the wall. I think building a wall is a smart move. And then saying if you're here, you're here. If you're not here, then we're going to make a really strict process and make it really tough and make it make it something of value. But 
short of that, every other country, I mean, I, I grew up across the border from Canada. I was terrified of the OPP, which is the police there. Because when you got arrested, like, it was a process to get out. And, and you could get stuck there for a very, very long time. Mm. Same thing with Mexico. You can cross that border and go to Tijuana. You get arrested in Tijuana. I was there last week. Would you want to get arrested? In I Tijuana? would not want to get arrested in <laughs> right. Tijuana. Because, well, because or in any other country for that matter. Right. Facts. Yeah. So because we've all watched watched Locked Up Abroad. Yeah. So, yes, we have. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's terrifying. So. so what we're doing isn't much different than what all first world countries are doing. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I, I will. So we're not really like these camps. They're not much different than the same camps that are in any other country. Um, mm-hmm. Germany, Merkel has camps set up for all the people from Syria that came. Mm-hmm. I believe Sweden and Norway are really struggling with some of the people that they had that came from, the Muslims that, that escaped out of some, some difficult places. Mm-hmm. You know, They all have put these people in camps. That is really the only – we don't – housing's maximized. Mm-hmm. We don't have places to put place to just drop people, drop – Eight, nine, twelve thousand people who don't but have. But they're a place. fleeing war theaters in North Africa. Well, the people that are coming the here, the, the people the, the from pe- Syria and, and those places, Turkey's I, overwhelmed. I think Mexico, Mexico City's a war theater. What for crime? It just, I think that those people feel that it's, it's a place that is very, 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 very difficult mm-hmm. to live, and this is a better place. They are escaping mm-hmm. something that is so – you would not drag your children and you barefoot five, six, seven hundred miles unless it was so mm-hmm. bad you needed to go somewhere else. I, I would think- disagree. Mexico City is a very cosmopolitan city. There's very wealthy people there. There's a middle class that comes out from the ring. I, this I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but – Back to the original point, most of the people who violated our immigration laws are people say from it. Europe yes, thank who've you. overextended their visas. My second wife was one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, So I know how that works, and they're tip- that's about 95% of the people. What we're seeing on television mm-hmm. is for right. television thank you, Frank. and for voting. <laughs> that's true. So yes. again, it's, it's, it's all misleading the public in a sense. And again, this truth and facts. It's all misleading the public to say, oh, stop the brown people. Right. Well, if we stop the brown people... Damn, they don't sell grapes at Trader Joe's anymore. That's what's going to happen. I agree. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like that's why truth and facts are so, so important. And if we have a leader of our country who's not listening to anyone around him, I got this. I Mm -hmm. know television. Oh, he coughed. Get him out of my shot. That kind of stupidity. Then we're never going to get the truth because it's all about personal gain and, and so forth. So. Again, all these people rushing our border from the south are being separated from their mothers and children. Um, Very wrong. You're right. Concentration camps, I think that's an over-exaggeration. But at the same time, you can be killed by not getting the right nutrients, vitamins, food, all those things, sleeping on a concrete floor. Which is happening. All those things can happen. So um, back to your original point, it's so complex. I think those countries in Europe who do have strict gun laws, who do have immigration laws. I've been on every continent. I've traveled all over the world. Mm-hmm. been to Australia. I've been to all these places. And I do think that when you, when you pass through immigration customs, they're very thorough in checking you, et cetera, et cetera. But you also go to these countries. They want to uh, obviously control guns to keep violence down. But to pivot to another things, they won't tell a woman what she can do with her womb. Mm-hmm. Boom. Well. Mm-hmm. Next question. Let's um yeah um we're gonna handle this question really quick and then we're gonna go to uh, Bop of the Week and come back and do some listener questions. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the Electoral College and do you feel like your vote actually counts? 
No. Okay. No. <laughs> That's because no. you didn't. Why not? Because <laughs> she, she didn't no, go. No, when I didn't vote. <laughs> well, I mean that. But when, I, but when that. I did vote, and even when I did vote, as a, I was registered a Democrat, but I would vote across the board. Okay. You know. Policy. Right. I would just vote across the board. Um. How you the electoral? Do you think we should my, abolish okay, it, or what, what do you? Based on my understanding, when I was taking Poli Sci 101, mm -hmm. they actually make the decision as who's going to be president. So why am I voting? Why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Why am I wasting my time? Why are you campaigning? Because they're going to put in office who they want in office. Okay. To push their agenda. Okay. In my opinion. Now, I could be wrong mm -hmm. about the Electoral College, mm -hmm. but then... If it's about the people's vote, then Hillary would be president. That's true. Because there's a three million vote difference, right? Right. Yeah, right. I agree. I agree. Okay. I All agree. Right. But I also think that you know I can look at it from another perspective. I'm from Washington D.C. Okay. We don't have statehood. You right. do not. Right. We do not have statehood, and people know D.C. is a federal territory. They know about mm -hmm. the National Museum of this, that, and the other. I grew up too, Marion Barry, mm -hmm. black mayor mm -hmm. for life. Mm -hmm. In spite of his challenges, mm -hmm. he's beloved. Why did you point us. at me when you said challenges? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I was I was pointing at black curtain. Uh, uh, right no, there. No. <laughs> I didn't sell that guy crack. <laughs> <laughs> you sold him the pipe, didn't you? He did. He sold the pipe. But I mean, that's a, that's a thing. I went on a mission trip last year to Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. They don't have statehood. They do not. Mm -mm. D.C. does not have statehood. Mm -hmm. Those are electoral votes that would go to brown people mm -hmm. that, would, ah, that right, could right. sway and influence elections. Mm -hmm. So in terms of my vote counting, mm -hmm. which I think was the, the question, um, I think my vote does count. I think I watch Fox News. Okay. I watch CNN. I watch MSNBC. I mm -hmm. watch NBC Nightly. I watch CBS News. You come to my house, there's news on all the time. Okay. It's, it's all the time. Mm -hmm. I got 182 cable channels. I watch news. <laughs> okay. My mother's the same way. Like you and she, uh -huh. I'm just like my mother. Right. I watch news. Right. And at the end of the day, I think that you have to be informed. In spite of you thinking elections are rigged, mm -hmm. you have to be engaged. I have mm -hmm. friends that I know voted for the president, and they talk shit now. Oh, he's the worst. He's the worst. But when you say something really challenging, they say, have you looked at your 401K? Mm -hmm. I said, I'm not selling out for a nickel. Right. I'm just not right. going to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that my vote does count. Um, it's just a matter of getting more people engaged yeah. to vote. Okay. And just like BJ worked for the electoral board or mm -hmm. the board of elections, mm -hmm. I think if more people did that, we could influence and our vote could count even more. Okay. So my vote counts. All right. BJ? Um, I support it, and I, I established when we began. Mm -hmm. I grew up in western New York. Yeah. And western mm -hmm. New York, my entire time growing up was, if only we could cut that dirty island off of New York. <laughs> the dirty island. Um, because yeah. the, the there's, you know, millions of people in one island, and right. there's, you know, a million people in the rest of the state. This giant, green, beautiful state mm -hmm. of dairy cows and, and, and Syracuse and Albany and Buffalo and Rochester and mm -hmm. Watertown. And none of those people ever had a voice. Not one voice. Okay. And so I grew up, as I said, I'd never had one senator ever voted not one president ever voted for elected 
ever. Gotcha. And the reason for that was is because we there's no electoral college in New York, so mm-hmm. it is the population win. And the idea, it still works. Uh, I think that you're right. When you start throwing in additional states and providences and, and things of that, I think it definitely is a change, and it's it's – it's something they would have to deal with. See, I never knew either that all the electoral votes, electoral votes in New York are on the island of Manhattan. No. It's, so New York electoral votes are, are, are what they are. Okay. But Manhattan votes for Manhattan politics, a, a giant group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wealth there. The, the, it's not even it's, – there's, there's more people, as you said. There are more people who require health and, health and services. Just having more people, gotcha. you – you're you're gener- you're governing for the city of gotcha. New York. You know the greatest city in, in you know in in in, the, in our country probably. Right. So my votes didn't count. Like when I I didn't I never wanted Alphonse D'Amato. I never mm. wanted John LaFalls. I never these aren't people that I voted for. They didn't support my area. They weren't the guy that went around to you know Rochester and Syracuse and Buffalo and, right. and campaigned and, and and said hey we're going to stick up for you guys. They never won mm-hmm. ever. And so that's a group of people that, that they weren't they weren't represented because there was no electoral college. So I look at that from that perspective and say, well, then if we do what you're saying, then my options are to move to New York, California. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I'm going to influ- choose a president. OK. And I think that's wrong. I think it's wrong that I don't have the right to live in Bozeman, Montana or Columbus, Ohio or Charlotte or mm-hmm. and choose the president that I want, and in my state, if it if it goes, if the, if my electoral college all went one direction, at least the, my state has some representation. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. But you know, to have two states, and, and again, New York and, and California, with seventy percent of the population, just, just right. then then we'll just they they won't even campaign here. If that's the case, remember I said it's science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The science will be, you know what, we're going to New York, we're going to California, and that's all we're going to do. We, we, we don't even have to go anywhere else as long as we can get a popular vote in those two places, we're done. Well, that's what the president's almost done now in terms of excluding minority voters from his agenda. Mm-hmm. It's science. Yeah, it's science. I mean, he's already said, I don't need the black folks, I don't need the Mexicans, I don't need the brown people. Matter of fact, I'm going to start off to get the white people's attention and say they're sending rapists, killers, mm-hmm. da 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 all the dopes coming from there, da 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 Trump lived on Manhattan Island. Mm-hmm. His whole life, mm-hmm. he saw Uptown, mm-hmm. Washington Heights, and mm-hmm. Harlem. I yeah. went to Manhattan College in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. He saw all that dope everywhere, never cared a bit about it until white kids in Ohio, Wisconsin, Mich- Michigan, where the electoral votes were, mm-hmm. started dying. Then it was like, ah, it's the Mexicans. Right. You know, the Mexicans weren't doing this shit in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So to your point, it is a science. And I think um, eliminating others and appeasing others is the, the science of it all. all right, so you're so absolutely correct. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's take a break here. I don't want us to go too far past time. We have some more show to do. So we're going to take a break. This is going really well. I appreciate you guys. Oh, yes, big time. I love let's, it. let's do a bop of the week, and then we'll be back with some listener questions. All right. All right, this week's bop of the week is Dangerous by Jessie J from her Rose EP. Uh, what do we all feel about Jesse J's offering to the Bop of the Week this week? How do we feel about it? Doll? Two things. Okay. One, she gave me a Tina Marie feel. With yeah. Certain, certain um, inflections. Right. Yeah. So, so she gave me that. I was like, okay, girl. You know? <laughs> but then it was a, um, 
There's a verse in the song where she said, I like something about feeling the, your heart in my mouth. Yes. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> With that? Must be her whole face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, girl, we're not doing that. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. But I like the song. Okay. I like the song. All right. Yeah. What like do you guys feel about it? She has a great voice, yeah. What do you guys feel about it? You are hilarious, <laughs> Frank. I can't. Oh, don't get me started. Ask Sheila. Oh, ask a friend of ours. We work with. <laughs> I'm going to her name. Okay. Um, yeah, I like the song. I've seen Jessie J on video. Uh-huh. Oh, she's she very is. attractive. She is. Very attractive. Um, she's English. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that other big hit she had? Uh, it, it was she did another one uh, called Bang Bang with Bang, Nicki Minaj Bang. and yes, Ariana yes. Grande. Yeah, that was it. Um, I like the song. Um, yeah. I'm into reggae. Okay, that's my thing. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you check me on Pure Rasta. Okay, yeah. Bob right. Marley. Yes. Yeah, man. So we got on Nicki Reggae. Um, but uh, it was nice. It's pop music. Yeah, like you said, it's um, I'm a Tina Marie fan because mm-hmm. I go back that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. It okay. was nice. Cool. Um, you know, I was uh, listening this morning. I was laying in bed, and I didn't want to wake somebody. Uh-huh. So I was just kind of doing like this with the song. And uh, I was feeling it. It was okay. nice. But, right, cool. uh, yeah, I like Jesse J. Yeah, she's cool. She's straight. BJ, what would you think about it? Uh, as the whitest person here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am, too. <laughs> well, well, partially, yes. yeah. Well, it, so it's not normally, you know, it wouldn't be a genre I would go, hey, this is something I love. Right, um, right. I love the story. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, you could, it rolled from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see it kind of going down one path, and then she kind of pivoted. I, 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 I listened to it about three or four times. And by the oh, time nice. I listened to it the fourth time, I'm like, oh, I, I do like this. Nice. So um, it opened the door to, to listen to not just more, but mm-hmm. I was really focused on the words. I, I listened nice. to a lot yeah. of the words. And she told like a like a really passionate story. Like there was a, it was a passionate story that was going on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what really drew me in. I agree 100% with BJ. Actually, uh, I, I love the story she told, and I love the way she did it, and and the, the choices that she made vocally and with placement of certain like mm-hmm. lyrics. And I I thought it was really great. And I also I enjoy, I think great singers practice restraint. And not every song needs to be yelled on. Not every song needs to be belted. And the fact that she can sing her face to the floor and like belt out a note and she chose not to in the song because it just didn't quite fit, I thought it was Mm -hmm. great. And I just like, it it, it felt good. It's a a feel good song, especially when that, about a minute and a half in that beat drops in. And it does take it to a different direction. I'm like, that's, that's, that's masterful, so. And why'd you pick that song? Because of the way it made me feel. I liked, the, I liked how it felt. And I actually had about three or four people tell me that you need to make this bop of the week at one point. So I, I'm appeasing my fans as well. But it's, it's a great song. Okay. It really is a great song. Um, so listen to it. Dangerous by Jesse J from her Rose EP. And with that said, let's get back to the show. Ayo, we back, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Let's get down. So I, I put some feelers out uh, to a lot of my listeners and people who've been at the family table um, uh, because we're having a very polarizing conversation. I'm like, I want you guys to be included. So send me your, your questions regarding that. And I didn't realize the uh, response I would get. Uh, about 20 people sent me questions and they probably had at least five to 10 questions each. So mm. obviously we're not going to get to all of it. So I'm just going to like try and like, you know, skim through and pick some of the best ones that I found and um, get you guys' reactions. Okay. I have a question 
from uh, Tatiana. Miss Tati's been on the show several times. She's uh, she's my honorary girlfriend. Uh, so she has a question for the non-voter at the table. Okay. Ooh. Okay. It was actually broken down to like three different questions. That's a nice cell phone case. Oh, yes, it is. Cookout merch coming soon, everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's cookout merch? This is yeah. cookout merch. This is Look my sample that. that I got. Yes. Thank you. Fire. He said, let that me find fire. out. Yes. <laughs> Let me find out. I like that. <laughs> Thanks, BJ. He passed that little post-it note saying, mention my phone case. <laughs> <laughs> that is so not true. <laughs> and the T-shirt. <laughs> T-shirt's coming too, soon as well. Okay, this is what Tati had to say. Pretty much, she's, she's asking, as a non-voter, how do you find that you're able to uh, necessarily have an opinion, um, being that you chose not to have a voice when it came to voting? Um, and she also got a little bit snarky, hey Tati, mm -hmm. and said, um, when are you moving off the grid? When are you moving to Canada? Being that, you know, you didn't really have much of an opinion Ooh, okay. on this one. Now, to be fair, I didn't tell her Tati loves you. I didn't tell her who was who when I asked the question. Right, so right, she's right, not attacking right. you necessarily, I'm, but I'm good. All right. I got thick skin. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> Yours queen. Yes. Um, so how do you, I mean, how do you have a, an opinion being that you didn't vote? I appreciate her question. Mm hmm I have an opinion because I'm human being and my brain works. Right? <laughs> that's that's um, simple. It, whether it's right or wrong, whether it doesn't, you know, is whether anyone agrees with it or not, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. An opinion is just that. It's an opinion. It's not right or wrong. Okay. And just because I don't vote doesn't mean that I don't, I can't say that some of the things I see the president or the person in the office of the presidency does is foolish. Right. Because it affects us all, whether you're a voter or not, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't like, I don't eat liver, but I have an opinion about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so, <laughs> so that that's my stance oh. on it. You know, I can have an opinion based on my experience too. Mm -hmm. it, it, again, it's neither right or wrong. My opinion. As okay. long as I have a working brain, I can have an opinion about something. Right. George Carlin has a an enormous thing that he did about not voting. If I don't vote, I'm you can't blame me. Mm -hmm. He has, and, and you know, and it's true. You know, if you don't if you don't vote, I can look at you and say, well, you chose the wrong person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Facts. True. True. All right, next question comes from Dimitri, who's also been at the family table several times. Dimitri says, do you think the FBI cost Clinton the election when they investigated more emails a week before Election Day, and should she run again? Hmm. Mm. I, I think, I think, I think that most Democrats want to believe that James Comey coming out with that letter did cause her to lose the election. Okay. I think that I think that she, it probably wouldn't have made a, a difference. Okay. But I think that it was a interestingly poorly timed thing. That it, again, politics I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, outside of you know, inside of D.C., whatever happens there, it seems, it all seems scandalous to me. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I don't know why he would. I mean, if the administration in charge had their finger on what was going on, that should not have happened. Right. And 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 whoever allowed it to happen made a mistake. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I definitely think it, it added it added fuel to a fire mm -hmm. that had some embers that were still warm. And, okay. and I think that was, that was some interesting timing. And I would hope in the future they'd find a better way to, to not. Election season's interesting. And I think 
when you answer another question mm -hmm. that you hit, didn't answer, I think that we spend too much time dealing with the next election. I think when you okay. look at like Great mm -hmm. Britain, where it's a six-week process, it, it's not two years. You have less of these problems if you mm -hmm. can squeeze it into a smaller time frame. Um, you know, with a two-year election cycle, mm -hmm. there was never going to be a good time to give that information out. Right. There's never a good time in two years to say, oh, by the way, we uh, <coughs> yeah, we, we also have this document. <laughs> you, where do you put that in or where don't you? I mean, that's where it gets hairy. You, you, there's a statute of limitations I think they have to follow. So I, do, I don't think it costs the election. Mm -hmm. I think it was poorly timed. Okay. Uh, this question comes from Stephanie, who's also been at the family table several times. Hey, Stephanie. Um, she has a lot of really great questions. It's really hard to just choose one. So forgive me, Stephanie, if I don't pick your favorite. Um, let's go with this one. What is something you can honestly say is wrong uh, or that you disagree with about the person that you support, the person that you voted for? Hmm. That question's for every, well, everyone except mom. <laughs> Well, I, th I think that uh, <laughs> one thing I disagree is that I, I don't think that Secretary Clinton defended herself. She didn't. She didn't. Correctly. Yeah, yeah. And I think that she had too much of a pedigree to not defend herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that she had an, an appropriate moment to defend herself mm -hmm. when Mr. Trump on the debate stage got in her personal space. Correct. I think that was an appropriate moment to come out the next day that she could have illuminated that moment mm -hmm. to all female voters across the country. And that, I think, could have created some, uh, some could have empowered her more. Mm -hmm. And I think to, to the point that you just discussed, BJ, I think it was poorly timed, the FBI documents and that mm -hmm. conversation, but I don't think it cost her the election. I think what cost her the election was her, I don't know if I'm going to correct uh, say this word her, her docility her being too docile okay um, in the whole process mm -hmm. kind of sitting back in a bougie sense like huh, I've got this yeah but right but, yeah, okay. But, okay. But, but, but if she didn't if she wasn't docile she'd be that that bitch right that's true right. so she had so it's a tough spot right. so she'd right. have walked on that line if she was too aggressive mm -hmm. and she was just that that Right. True, but you I know, think she's everybody's ex-wife suddenly. I mean, right. and, and <laughs> facts. That's true. You know, <laughs> but, but she's standing up for herself like an ex-wife would. But at the same time, it's to the the audience. If she stood up too much, she was doomed. If she stood up, she was doomed. If she did nothing. Right. right. But at the and same again, time, she was also empowered to stand up, particularly with the man who grabs pussy. Right. Yeah. Her, her right. people yeah. should have stood up. For exactly. Her. And I think that's a that good was point. a mistake. That is a good point. Her, yeah. Her vice president and her people mm -hmm. didn't stand up for her. Mm -hmm. And when they didn't believe that she was that woman, mm -hmm. man, it's hard for everybody else to. Wow. Exactly. And wow, I think I think point. I think it it's is. a very good point. But I but I think that that's the only thing I don't that I disliked about her. Okay. That she, to the, your point, didn't stand up for herself enough. And she there were several moments when she could have empowered herself. Right. Um, and taken advantage of that, which I think could have gained her the election. Okay. I think so. BJ, what about you as far as Trump? Was something you disagreed with or you um, didn't like about him? I disagree with as the sand falls through the hourglass. Those are the days of our lives. Those were. Were, right? My, my disagreements continue to, to mount. Um, mm -hmm. It's hard to narrow down. I, I, I do feel that um, his use of, of Twitter, mm. uh, toilet Twittering is is – a little you think he's sitting on the toilet oh yeah he i know he is <laughs> <laughs> do you think a, he uses wet wipes aren't we all uh, of course not of course no, not he's I, not. Uh, and he, I, think he's he, not. I think he wipes back to front too I think <laughs> oh, he <does>. oh, <laughs> oh. Uh oh 
Everybody's getting Blumpkins. Come on now. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. That was inappropriate. So, Go ahead. <laughs> the question about Back the, the wet white. Oh, uh, so 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 I, I feel that his use of Twitter. I, I think that in his mind, he's given a bum deal by a good piece of of our media, and he feels that's the only outlet. And I I think. I think he goes a little too far. I, I, and I also am very disappointed as far as um, he didn't he didn't drain the swamp. He, he feel he he just moved the pieces around the swamp. Right and, right. and I really genuinely thought draining the swamp. I will. At first, it seemed like there's a lot of people retiring, and those people all seemed like they were maybe scared of something, like being called out for something that he had against them. Right. Um, I think there's a lot of people left government office out of fear, mm-hmm. and I thought he was starting to really scare people, and then he put in the head of the um, education department. And wow. I mean, mm-hmm. so there, I mean, he put some people in place where I'm just like, this makes no sense. The churn of people in and out, yeah. and you know, having you know multiple people work for his you know as his doing his speeches and multiple people mm-hmm. in and out i don't understand that yeah. and that to me is really really hard to support do you it's, regret it's the your apprentice. vote do you regret it your is. vote what do you regret voting for him would you do it again if you i don't regret i would i would vote the same way mm-hmm. two years ago okay i mm. will really think through as I said, I might I might be in mom's camp by you know right. in two years in twenty twenty and and maybe just maybe just not vote. But, it, yeah. it, but in, in many ways, isn't that a disservice to our is, process it, to it, not it, vote? I've worked real, again. I, I said my 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 brother's my brother in law is serving uh, overseas and and so yeah, it, it's hard. But at the same time, it's 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 hard to support things that don't represent you. Okay, um, right. I, I've I've. Yeah, it's hard. Okay. It's, it, it's, a, it's a hard decision. I, I, I'm I glad I didn't vote the way I did. I think some things did happen that were awful mm-hmm. um, for me. Right. Again, I'm not you. Right. But for me, right. I don't feel that anything has gone. I don't, the needle hasn't moved much either way for me. Mm-hmm. So I really don't feel as a person in my day-to-day, mm-hmm. I don't really feel it's benefited or not benefited me. I think in the future, um, you know, I he there's... I don't know. He's got two years to, to, to make some changes mm-hmm. before I support him a second time. Okay. Uh, next question comes from Across the Pond from uh, my good friend, Brittany Woodall. I miss you, girl. Um, this is a good question for everyone. How do uh, these political issues and things and who voted for who, how do they affect your friendships and your relationships that you have now? Ooh. That's a great question, I think. Um, I'll, I'll speak on that one. Um, it... It is certainly, I don't, your vote is your own and you make your own choices. However, again, alluding to something that I said earlier, if you if you made a vote for Donald Trump and you're not bold enough to stand up in that mm-hmm. and sit down with people and like like BJ and explain why you did that when you know there's so much, uh, so much emotion behind it, I think that's a little bit cowardly. And I tend to maybe look at you a little bit differently because of that. Not the fact that you voted for him, but the fact that you won't admit to it and stand up in it and say, okay, I did and this is why and I regret it or I don't, you know, just have the conversation. Um, it, it is, I, I did look around, you know, my, my friend group a little bit and be like, um, okay, who did this? Who did it? Like when he was elected, I'm like, who wants to admit to it? And nobody would. Right. I'm like, somebody voted for the man. You know what I mean? So I, I think in that in that way, it's kind of challenged my relationships like that. I'm like, you know, speak about it, be bold enough to, to stand up in, in your truth. And if not, then I'm looking at you a little bit strange. Mm. But that's me. What about you guys? I don't. 
hasn't changed anything no. for you. <laughs> okay. That's fair. You you know you have the right to vote for whomever you choose or not. Mm-hmm. Um, or not. Or not. It, it, I'm not going to change how I feel about somebody based on that because if I cared for you before I knew that I'm still mm-hmm. going to care for you. You know if I didn't like you before that I'm still not going to like you now. Right. You know it doesn't it doesn't True. change that. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen. Uh, I I think that uh, I, I think social media has. Damaged the word friend for mm. a lot of people. True, um, very true. And I, I want to be on the. I want to talk about social media podcast. Um, okay. I, I think it's damaged what we call a friend. I, I, again, I grew up in a town, um, not huge. Um, your friends are the people you met and talked to. Mm-hmm. Like-minded, like-minded jobs, like-minded people, like-minded culture, like-minded religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I have hundreds of friends on Instagram and Facebook. They're people that I would. I would never probably ever have a, have a beer with or mm-hmm. talk to, and they're not my friends. Mm-hmm. But their political opinions shine through, and I get in debates with them or have gotten mm-hmm. in debates with these people. And and they're people that I they 20 years ago would never be in my circle of friends mm-hmm. or I would never be involved in. And so I've gone out of my way to I don't if you have an alternative opinion. It's so frustrating to see your alternative opinion jammed on my throat over and over again. Right. Because I don't do that. I don't. I don't do right. the political opinion thing yeah. anymore. I, I'm. I, it's social media. Social media. I'll show you my kids. I'll show you what I'm doing. But I'm, I'm not political opinion guy. Mm-hmm. Um. So with that, if you're one of those political opinion people, if the word friend is someone who's my friend on Facebook, man, I'm probably not gonna. I'm probably gonna cut you off because it and it does. And there are people that maybe might have been good friends. Mm-hmm. I just I don't want to hear it, and I, I think that it's changed how we view friends. Yeah. Um, personally, I care less. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, I just like I said I just mentioned this podcast this morning that mm-hmm. four people, all four people voted for you know a different person than I even would have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. They're all my friends. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go have a beer with them at the next hockey game I go to later yeah. today. So I mean they're my same friends. Okay. Right. Um, right. I don't care what they voted for it. You know that's your choice. Mm-hmm. You know, and and maybe one of them's racist, and maybe one of them is not real bright. But mm-hmm. they're, they're my friends for a whole bunch right. of other reasons right. that right. have nothing to do with who they voted for. Okay, right. Well, I think to to BJ's point, social media and divorce mm-hmm. reveals everything you need to know. About. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. that's yeah. the truth. It's and true. divorce, all right. And you know, I've not disenfranchised any friends, but I think this political arena that we're in these unusual times if you will because our country's being run like the apprentice yep facts <laughs> is it reveals people and i have a yeah. friend that every day i go to his facebook page just to see what shit he's put up <laughs> about hillary clinton mm-hmm. and still? about obama still and i've known this cat uh, for 40 plus years that's a russian and <laughs> that's a russian no 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 this is him no, no, this is him. But he got it from a Russian. Who knows where he got it? <laughs> Who knows where he got it? And I love, I, I love him to death. I mean, mm. we go way back, man, yeah. way back. And um, I just think, wow, man, you know, I know you live in a town where nothing ever happens, mm-hmm. but this isn't the shit you want to deal with. Right. So I've only disenfranchised one friend. Yeah. Over this whole political thing. Okay. And I think that people, to your point, some are racist, some are this, some are that. I don't deal with those people. Um, I've stopped having political discussions myself. I'm yeah. very selective. The only, the last one I had was when Trump and Pence went to the Martin Luther King Memorial <sighs> on Dr. King's Jesus. birthday. And they were standing there. And I'm like, they don't belong there. At all. They don't belong there at all. 
And I and someone said wrote on my page, he's the greatest. Frank, get over it. And I said, bye. It's a wrap on you. Right. And that was a, the last and only person. But okay, why like you said, they belong there. Why don't they belong there? Yeah. Because they don't expose or espouse the values. I mean, look, you've got um, Vice President Pence who said it's okay for people not to make cakes for gay people, mm-hmm. and you've got President Trump who's saying there were some good people, there were some bad people, and oh, by the way, I don't want Muslims in our country. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that their character and value don't line up with what we know of Dr. King. Now, you can come out all day long and say Dr. King was a player, he had this, he had that. There's been great men in our history all day long who've been polygamous, right. yep. they've had right. this, they've had right. that, but they've moved the greater good forward. Yes. I did not have... No. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. That was good, actually. That was, I wish I could do my Obama, because I could say I was home with my wife and daughters. You know? <laughs> I, was, you know? I was home with my wife with my... No, no. But that's why I don't think they belong there. Okay. And then, and that's, then that's, um, that's what I mean. But yes, um, this debate has separated me from some friends mm-hmm. in terms of regular communication. Right. But I've only disenfranchised one. Okay. Yeah. Let's do. Uh, we're gonna do one more question. I'm for anybody who wrote a question and I didn't get to it. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to continue this conversation in some other way because these questions are fantastic. But this one comes from the good lady Mills. Hey Jamil. <laughs> <laughs> he said, um, "Did anyone believe that Trump was serious about becoming president when he was a nominee? And when did you take? When did you start taking his campaign? When did his campaign become serious to you?" Um, I did not take him seriously at first. I was like, because he had run before, mm-hmm. and he was out pretty right. quickly. So right. I wasn't. He I ran wasn't. with Howard Stern's as vice president. He so did, dumb. Yeah. really? Yeah, he told him if, like years ago. He said, oh, "Yeah." Shit. So I didn't think he was gonna, you know, be around as long as he was. And I'm gonna tell you the moment where it got serious for me. I used to um, every morning for years when I was getting ready for work, I would look at. Uh, CNN headline news uh, uh, Morning Express with Robin Lee. That's what I watched every morning when I was getting ready. And I remember one morning they were covering a story and um, the morning before was like, you know, them showing him, you know, uh, making fun of somebody he shouldn't shouldn't have been making fun of. And then like he was sitting on the panel with like five or six other Republican candidates and they were all going at each other and he was just sitting over there being ridiculous. And I'm like, this this is actually happening you know I'm, i've been laughing at the memes and the jokes and everything but like this is actually happening and then once it came down to just him and hillary i was like okay this shit's not funny anymore like we got to stop making fun of this we have to start like paying attention so i didn't think he was serious i think he was like oh i'm i'm here this is actually happening and he just kind of like you know scrambled it together and made it work but um it got real for me in that moment i was looking around like i was, even said to some friends i was like yo this is like it's not funny. Like th- we could be stuck with him. And then I remember that day when he was elected, and you know people are looking down and sad and like. But I'm like, yo, but you were just laughing at it two days ago, you know. So it it, it was real for me way before like the election ever happened. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled is tell everybody he didn't exist. That's right. Well, well said. It That's is right. very well and, said. And I think he did. He I, and so you know it, it was it was the same for I, as I said I didn't I didn't vote for him in the primary mm-hmm. and I really I didn't think he was serious I, right. I, I understood that if if he were able to pull it off I see I saw where he was going I don't think he took it serious yeah I think when Ted Cruz bowed out was the moment mm. where I was like oh oh shit oh the only person who was really scaring you just left right that was the moment where it was like oh I oh, was counting I was counting on Ted I wasn't gonna lie. I was like come on now Ted like that <laughs> weird plastic face of his right. I mean I, I, I <laughs> 
I love it. Like all grown up Eddie Munster. <laughs> Men's warehouse suit. Oh man. Okay. That <laughs> suit. Men's warehouse suit. <laughs> yeah. Don't try cleaning anything up with that. Frank, what about you, man? <laughs> you know, I thought it was serious. Um, I n- I didn't take it serious up to the end. Okay. I mean. I, literally, even when he was on that debate stage with Secretary Clinton, mm-hmm. I did not take it serious. Mm. I didn't take it serious till I was watching that night. Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting at home like, oh, shit. Yeah. This shit's about to go down. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, literally, I just, all I could do, I remember all I could do. Yeah. was just literally look at my TV and go, oh, shit. I can't believe this is happening. Well, this, this, happened. this is a thing. A story I've heard over and over again from Californians mm-hmm. specifically is the bubble you were in mm-hmm. really didn't ever give him a chance to win. I, I've oh, heard at that, all. I've heard, like, like everybody, everybody like, in, like, North Carolina, we had enough good old boys who were backing it, and Florida, you know, supported. But I really, I've heard multiple people in California say this over and over again. We never even fathomed it was possible so that she wouldn't win. Like they mm-hmm. were like, those people were truly like the the bubble of of media in that area was so specific. Mm-hmm. They couldn't believe that they, they, they it, the the shock was beyond. And I think some people sat the election out just yeah, for that because day. they were so like, oh sure. she's got it you know they no were worries. So sure. Yeah, I've heard that over and over again. And was that was that a, uh, is that no? Because I remember he came to San Diego to the convention center. And I remember my ex-wife and I went down there to protest him. Mm-hmm. And there were Trump supporters, and there were people that were against him. And I remember, for some reason, the San Diego police were out there in riot gear, wow. the whole nickel. Of course. And I remember there's a photograph, I believe it's on my Facebook, of my ex-wife with the, with the young brother, and they're standing there. He almost resembles you. Okay. And they're holding a sign that says, Free Hugs. <laughs> you know, and, I wear my free hugs t-shirts all yeah, the time, and too. And there's <laughs> cops behind them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I remember I put that on Facebook, and someone said, oh, you went down there to disrupt? And I said, no, we wow. went down there. You can't pop shit on Facebook. You got to go down there and get involved. Mm-hmm. And I remember a dear friend of ours, yeah, he commented <laughs> on my Facebook that that's right. You have to go down and get involved. Mm-hmm. You can't just pop shit on, you know, on mm-hmm. Facebook. So I knew, I, I knew that we weren't in a bubble then when the police came out and I knew then we weren't in a bubble when you know a large portion of San Diego came out particularly us being that close to the border yeah mm-hmm. and his whole thing was immigration right mm-hmm. you know and this was a year before the election this was like three four years like three and a half years ago okay. and, and I realized I realized um, that I wasn't in a bubble then and I just and I just think that uh, I just think that uh, some Californians may have been that way you know, in the cosmopolitan San Francisco yeah, yeah. or whatever, but that's but that's Trump's constituency too. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he parties with those people. Yeah. He's got a house in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. You know, those are his those are his, his his folks too. So I don't think we were in a bubble, but I think again, like myself, we had confidence in her pedigree mm-hmm. and in the the intellect right. of Americans. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and, yeah, I did. And, and that's not ins- that's not insulting other Americans. But we had confidence that people would see through the chicanery. 
Yeah. They would see through the okie doke. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, people bought it. And I think people bought it. And this, please don't be offended by saying this. I think that some people in those middle countries, some people like my friends up in Washington, other people we know at the border, they just looked at him as, as the king of all white men. He did, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, and they, and they went for that. And he's going to represent us. And when he came out and said, Black Lives Matter was a terrorist organization. Come on, white privilege. I mean, that's yes. that's that's just crazy, wow. and it's on its face, and it's and disrespectful. well, and Extremely. people and people bought into that, and and I just think you know if you go back to him, you know, trying to disqualify President Obama, saying he wasn't American, mm-hmm. or if you go back, and again, we're back on the race thing, going back to the Central Park Five, standing by those choices he yes. made. I just think that appealed to so many people. He's got our back. Um, that. I realized if it was a bubble, it was that big. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this big, mm-hmm. um, and and I just I just I just don't think there was a bubble. I just think people just had faith that people wouldn't fall for it. Gotcha. That's all. If that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. All right, that wraps up uh, listener letters and questions. Uh, if you have a question for the cookout, send it to the cookout podcast at gmail.com and I'll be sure to read your your letter on air. Um, again, I'm going to try and circle back at some point and have a similar conversation to this. Unfortunately, I don't think the table is going to be as balanced, because. <laughs> but we're going to try. We're going to work it out. Um, with that said, my favorite part of the show is coming up. We're going to do Be Nice Asshole today. Um, I love this part of the show so much. We get to sit and tell each other why we think you know each other's great. And I think for a show, especially like this, it's really important to wrap it up that way. So um, let's do Frank and BJ. You guys... You know, be nice to each other, and then uh, me and Mama do the same. So, who wants to go first? Okay. Well, I think my man is legit, one hundred percent honest, yeah, yeah. Um, balanced. Mm-hmm. He's got an open mind, and I just think you know he, he comes with knowledge. He's yeah. not you know talking about things he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and in many ways, I think that from where you've been and where you've come, you know, you've had the type of personal conversation with yourself. You know, you talked about your family and things mm-hmm. like that, that you've evolved. You know, and I often mm-hmm. say that, you know, most of white America can't have conversations about race and politics until they have a serious conversation about them with themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've had that conversation. You're legit. And you showed up with Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, PBR. Make America great again. <laughs> oh, God. No, solid citizen. Um, <laughs> as far as Frank's concerned, you know, when you, when you, when you think of, you know, uh, someone from California who really, really supported Hillary, you, I really expected him to come in here just in, in, in fire off the same four or five lines over mm-hmm. and over again. I, I, I know you're intelligent, but I thought you would kind of hit me with the CNN bullet points and you, I don't even know what they are. <laughs> I don't either. I, well, <laughs> I don't seriously. But just like you know, the same the same reasons why people don't like Trump, mm. and the same reasons why that you know, you know he's not just a not my president, but the broader Pete, you know, the broader the, the details where he where you focus on the racism and, and all that stuff. I thought it was really interesting how you were able to be very honest with um, how it impacted you locally uh when you brought up you know the, the farmers and the in mm-hmm. the the cherry pickers and all that it, those are real facts that people from the east coast don't see we don't see what you see in california and and it's 
I definitely understand now why people would vote or, or lean a certain direction now. I didn't mm-hmm. see that before. So that's, you know, that was the thing that surprised me the most about you. You, you came in and, and told a very personal story mm-hmm. about how the individual things that you see in your travels and going up and down the coast have impacted you. So, you know, it, I'm glad I did think this would be a race thing. I thought that there'd be a lot more about race. Mm-hmm. And I was really impressed to see it was really politics and how politics impacted your experience. Right. Policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The policy, mm-hmm. it, it, it hit your experience, not your race or your gender. It was your experience is how it impacted. So I that it just made you even more powerful to me. So Rastafari. That's, That's great. I love that. Uh, my mom, doll. So um, I had a bit of an epiphany when I uh, went back to New York. Uh, I went back to, for the first time since we moved when I was like 12, 13, thir- um, I went back to our old neighborhood and um, went to our old building and everything. And, you know, we're from Red Hook and it's the projects and everything. And growing up there, um, well, I, I didn't know that I was in the hood. I had no clue I was in the projects because, number one, that's it's just home. And number two, my mother did a fantastic job of making sure that I always felt safe, number one. But all, also, I, we live in New York. There's a mm-hmm. lot of culture here. There's a lot of different places. She took me outside of those places. So to show back up at the neighborhood, I'm standing in front of my building taking a picture. I go into the building and go to our old apartment and stand in front of the door and take a picture. Number one, everything felt much smaller than it did when I was when I was a kid. But... It, it showed me how far we came and how far like you busted your ass to make sure that that, that we were taken care of. Mm-hmm. And even when we were there, I never felt unsafe. I didn't feel like, you know, um, I was in a, in, in, in a, in a bad place. You, 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 you took care. You, t- you took a lot of care, and I really appreciate that because that's not the experience of a lot of people that I grew up with. You know, a lot of them are maybe even still be there, or, you know, I have kids that I grew up with who are not here anymore. You know, I have some who are in prison. That's not my experience because of the mother I had. So I appreciate it really drove that home when I was there. I was like, yo, like, this isn't my experience anymore. I have, I've had a totally different life because of the choices that you made. So I appreciate you for that. Thank You're you very welcome. much. It's my pleasure. It's my honor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been, um, I, I believe I've been privileged to have you as a son. Oh. I, I really do. You are the love of my life. No. My husband might be a little angry about that. <laughs> He'll get over that. <laughs> but you are the love of my life. I fought for you from day one. Thanks, doll. Yeah. Good thanks. Um, so you you are smart. You are you're an intelligent man. You're well rounded. You um. You're kind. Thank you. And you're generous. Um, what I, what I appreciate about you <laughs> that I don't have. Oh boy. <laughs> and it's okay. You have a forgiving spirit and a forgiving heart. Yes. I will hold a grudge <laughs> yes, <we will. laughs> until Jesus come back. And I'm like, uh. hold up, Jesus. Wait, I got something to take care of. <laughs> I want to come back, but wait a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got to cut them. Okay. And I, and, I, and I honor that about you. Thank you. You have such a forgiving heart and a forgiving spirit. And I'm like, he didn't get that from me. <laughs> you know. And so it's it's been an honor being your mom. So thank you. Yeah, I got pretty lucky with you, man. I think we're a great fit. We I, we I work. With, I yeah, believe yeah. It. I like believe it. he knew what he was doing. Yeah. All right. So that is be nice, asshole. Love it so much. Thank you guys so much for coming doing this show. Well, it really means a lot I, to me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I want to yeah. give you guys a chance to um you know talk about 
you know, where people can find you, social media, and anything that you have going on that you would like to promote. Any business ventures, anything that you, any talents or gifts you have, whatever it is that you want to talk about. So um, anyone who wants to go first can take it. I I mean, if you want to follow me and say nasty comments. No, <laughs> let me stop you. First of all, I, we don't, no, we don't, DJ. nobody does, no, we don't teasing. do that. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like um, that at all. So hopefully if that happens, you let me know. No, I, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm on everything. It's just BJ Whitkoff, W-I-T-K-O-P-F on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I just post a lot of stuff about me and my kids. I do some painting um, and artwork. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> He's so don't, don't downplay it. You are um, extremely talented. And then locally, I paint um, rocks for schools for birthdays. So mm -hmm. if anybody does anything with that, don't give me a call. I can always help you out. That's awesome. Right. Well, I'd like to share one. It was a pleasure meeting you, Chase. Thank you. I it met you for my the pleasure. first time yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. You are a powerful young brother. Thank you. And I know you've got a bright future in front of you, man. Thank you, bright sir. Bright future. Appreciate um, that. I just want to say I have a venture that's coming on, mm -hmm. suvanti.com. Mm -hmm. We've started a CBD topical company. Yes. Mm. Where you'll be able to find salves, mm -hmm. sprays, and lotions uh, made of CBD and cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. We should be at retail. Uh, Mid-August, yes. wonderful packaging, S-U-V-A-N-T-I dot com, yeah. Suvanti. A lot of folks, I always use this kind of as a reference. Um, you mentioned BJ, your Air Jordans, where well, they were put out by Nike. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't know Nike's the Greek goddess of victory. Mm -hmm. Well, Suvanti is the Greek goddess of health and wellness. Okay. So we'll be online with health and wellness products, so your support would be greatly welcome. And beyond that, I would just say support the cookout. Yeah, uh, thank you're doing, you. You're doing great work. I mean, I appreciate I've, people it. have two things have happened to me sitting in those first class airplane seats. <laughs> I'm either snoring or I'm laughing incessantly, <laughs> and people are looking at me, and all I can do is look up and go to cookout. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank no, you. I, I just thank you for your support, and uh, this has been a great experience. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. You know, you're not on social I am media. Not on social that's not. Media. That's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It your is thing. not. It is. It's just not. I and don't. I don't have the energy for that. And Amen. you're pretty lazy, so you don't have anything to support either, right? No. You need <laughs> to run no, for no, office. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what I will. What I will ask Frank is, how much to invest in your company? I'm. I'm Ooh. about making money. Ooh. Well, I think at the end of the day, we've already got investors, but we have projects coming online all the time. Okay. So that might be a discussion we can have that regional, uh, downstream. That regional okay. office. Okay. Yeah, we <laughs> might have that discussion downstream. Okay. But I think uh, first and foremost, I'm just grateful to get to know you too. Okay. And I think uh, all of our health and wellness as we get as we mature mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. And uh, anything we can do to improve your quality of life and those of folks you know and the people we know, yeah. we're happy to support that. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about investing. I want to say shouts out to moms, though. Next week, she is turning 50. She's having a, a, a big birthday, and I'm really I'm yeah. excited about that. It's not that big. You know, I don't like a lot of people. We're having a thing for you. We're yeah, having we're a having whole a thing. thing. I'm spending my money. Yes, you are. And you, you are get my wine in a few minutes. Oh, hit. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Anyway, happy birthday to mom. <laughs> Thank yes, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, you. you're amazing. Okay, Thank if you guys want to find me, you can find me um, at Chase Cassidy on the Instagrams. Cassidy is spelled with a K. 
And also follow the Cookout Podcast on Instagram as well for funny memes and videos and updates about the show. Uh, if you have any questions, the Cookout Podcast at gmail.com is how you reach me. Uh, and with that said, again, be on the lookout for merch. Uh, I already got the, the seal of approval from BJ on my cell phone case, so that works great. Um, <laughs> Going to have some Be Nice Asshole t-shirts, of course. You guys have been asking for that since I started the show, so those are coming for sure. And um, some a, a couple other designs that I'm really, really excited about. So um, with that said... Make somebody smile today. Remember, be nice, asshole. Boom.